The boys are back in town. We are back once again. It is me and Tony this time around as Johnny oh, just Johnny. got his uh, oh, wisdom teeth oh. taken out. I think that is oh. what Johnny sounds like, actually. You do a pretty oh. good impression. You want to hear my story, Griffin? Know. Yeah, go. What the deuce? <laughs> it sounded good, didn't it? Victory is mine. <laughs> Marcus will be back next to me. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, left his mic in hell or whatever. It's a long trek there and back. So uh, maybe sometime soon, Marcus will return to the podcast. So we're going to talk about Royal Rumble. That just kind of went off the air. We had AEW on a boat. <laughs> Some crazy stuff going down this week in wrestling. AEW on a boat? Yeah, that's just about right. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of stuff going down. We uh, we had a pretty, I don't know, polar. It's, it's weird to even call it polarizing. I don't feel like it was polarizing. Um, the Royal Rumble, the men's Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble, even more polarizing i think I, maybe i'm just going off of what i you know i was live streaming during the show and just seeing what the chat was saying as things were going down all those live reactions yeah 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 so like it seemed polarizing it did to me i was less polarized by all i guess i was the least <laughs> polarized by almost this entire card um but we're gonna be breaking down everything from the royal rumble uh we're gonna like i said AEW on a boat we had Pac versus mox was the uh, or pack versus pack versus Mox number one contenders match, which was that was the main event of AEW this week, correct? Well, uh, yeah, the number so. one contenders match, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was lit. So I that watch was these guys fight. Like, can they just wrestle all the time ever? For like, watching this, I'm like, how did WWE let both of these guys go? <laughs> they are so fantastic. Like. So we had the Royal Rumble tonight, 40,000 people in the Minute Maid Park. God, if I didn't know the name of this venue by the time this show started, I knew it. 40,000? That's a lot of people, man. That's was a lot this of people. the greatest Royal Rumble? Or? Uh, I think it, I don't, I don't know the Saudi numbers, actually. It might actually be greater est, est than the <laughs> greatest Royal Rumble. It wasn't the worst est, est yeah. Royal yeah, Rumble, like on have your the channel. YouTube.com slash samples with the three. Yeah, actually, I, I won't. I won't spoil the worstest Royal Rumble for anybody. But uh, well, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was fun. It was very fun. If you if guys want to check it out, would have turned heel and then face and then heel again and then face again and then won that whole thing. Yeah, if you guys want to check that out on YouTube, you can. Fire Pro Royal Rumble. It was a fun time. It was a good time. Uh, everyone was. Everyone loved it. It was unanimous. This, it was not polarizing. This boy out here, tonight. Mick Foley, and himself, and to get his stuff over right here. On the Deadlock Podcast. Well, let's uh, let's let's give the patrons a little shout out real quick. Um, we will do the, the the gimmicks when we have time, but right now, like I said, we have a bunch of stuff to go over. We're just gonna call it developmental, okay? They're down in the PC waiting for their time. You'll get your gimmick, come. dude. Jeez, just do the fucking NXT house shows and shut up. <laughs> You're in the WWE. Just get over it. So we <laughs> had never be over. <laughs> we have ten dollar, five dollar, and one dollar patrons here. We have. Uh, Four $10 patrons, Rezzy, Rez, Rez, Jack Kane, Zachariah, and Darko. We had three $5 patrons, Benito608, Jimraw, and Mick Scrub-a-Dub. And we had a number that I can't count because there's just way too many. The number, or the dollar one patrons, we had Ryan Nunez, Jonathan Hernandez, Zach Saber Sr. This is dad, by the way. Jay Mooney, Matt Cook, Robert Huntar, Thomas Setterblad. The Lad, Robert Hunter, Unflavored Chips, Jay Clinkhammer. If that is your real last name, holy shit. <laughs> Clinkhammer? That's what Triple H does if you don't you know, Clinkhammer, right? Pairing Hastings. Hastings. Don't let me screw your name up. Nomad Tokyo, Moosey Fate, 
Matt Glover, <laughs> Glover, <laughs> and Cameron. Cameron's going to be at uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch at WrestleMania, so that'll be fun. Woo-hoo. It's big and gay, so that's neat. Uh, nice. Now that we have that out of the way, and like I said, you'll get your gimmicks in due time. We'll give you your name, Chad Rugers. We'll get you. Don't worry. We're going to head into the Royal Rumble, since I think a lot of people are probably watching for that, uh, and we can go ahead and get into all that kind of stuff here. Um, we had some kickoff show stuff, but I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like, it's not mm, something I really right. want to talk about because I didn't really watch it. I tuned Shorty in. G. How'd I you t- miss Shorty G? I saw the Shorty G, and then I heard him on commentary continually call him Shorty G, and I said, I'm going to go get pizza. So I left. <laughs> I saw Andrade versus Umberto for like five minutes, and they cut to a picture-in-picture in the middle of a championship match, uh, and they completely missed a spot when they were transitioning back, and I said... Okay, well, if they don't care about this, I don't care about this. So I stopped watching. You know watching what? Today. That's them trying to compete with AEW because AEW is the greatest at picture in picture missing great moments. So they're like, how could we copy AEW? Oh, boy. Know. Speaking of moments, they missed the first Edge Spear tonight. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. I could not believe that. They did. They did. They, they also, I hate the way their camera work in WWE is. They, like, when they cut back during that brawl, when, when when we'll we'll talk about it later, but they just cut like pandemonium. They the first Edge spear. Yeah, you think yeah. they're gonna hit us with a YouTube video? See Edge's first spear back in WWE. Remember when they did that for AJ Styles when they yeah, fucked up yeah, right. the Roman Reigns thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that? Royal that. Rumble twenty seventeen. Sure. Yeah, I think it was good. that year. Yeah. Um, where age? Oh my God! Yeah, they have they fumbled all night long. To be completely honest with you, um, yeah, their camera work needs uh, camera work. They need to work on that. It was not 2017, was it 2016? Damn, 2017 had 52,000 people. Am I am I un okay? What? Okay, in 2016 had 15,000. Wow, why would they even do a 15,000 person? Now I'm just looking back. 2016 was the year that AJ Styles debuted in WWE, which was four years ago. Dude, what? Wow. Wow, Wow. that's insane. That doesn't even feel right. What? Four whole years? They had 15,000 people in 2016. That's so weird that they would even run a a venue that small. 15,000. Then the next year they were in the Alamo Dome. They were at 52,000 people. And then they ran it again. And then they next year they ran it seventeen thousand, and then this year they ran forty. That's so weird. So I think, okay, well last year they ran it. They had forty eight thousand. This year they had like forty two thousand. So I think they're starting to. It seemed like before they were switching between big arenas and small arenas, and I guess this year, the last two years they've just said we're just going to do big arenas. Probably a good idea yeah, if, be- if you can do forty thousand people. I think Royal Rumble might be just as big as Mania at this point. I, to me, I prefer watching Royal Rumble over Mania just because of like the surprises. Well, my thing with WWE right now is like, I look forward to the Rumble myself. It's just like, man, I, I don't know. Maybe it's like something mentally. I get like discouraged when I sit and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like this show is like four or five hours long. I'm like. Whew, this is like a marathon. Like it's every rough. WWE show, I know. I look it up and I'm like, wait, the pre show's on at four o'clock in my like five o'clock your time, but four o'clock my time. I'm like, that's rough. 
what the i'm not even off work yet what is going on <laughs> yeah this is crazy i well i don't know i mean you were talking about arena sizes they did uh wrestlemania 22 in chicago at the all-state arena that was seventeen thousand people can you imagine a <laughs> wrestlemania was 17 i was there for that one it was awesome were you there because you, yeah i was there i saw the foley edge spear and all that stuff. what really you yeah. saw that live and, yeah the thing is like it's a 17,000 seat arena, so any seat in the house is good, so you didn't have to spend a ton of money to get a good yeah. seat in the house. The show so, was also like three hours at that point. And it was like a fun show, and CM Punk showed up on a cop car. It was, it was Dude, three show. hours is an Okay, I don't want to get into a time thing here, but three hours is enough for a wrestling show. If you can't fit something in three fucking hours, like, what in the world is going on? Like, See, because it was like two hours is your raw, and then you got an extra hour for a pay-per-view. Like, what's why like, that's why crazy more, why man. yeah whatever i don't want to get i don't want to get stuck on a time thing because i feel like i've been talking about the time thing since like before raw even went to three hours i was like man if it goes to three hours i'm out of here and i guess technically it gets I, worse every right. it gets worse every year we're gonna have eight yeah. hours of wrestling on wrestlemania <laughs> probably and then i'm surprised they don't follow wrestle kingdom and have two days of wrestling they're probably gonna shoot wrestle kingdom's even only like i was surprised this year with wrestle kingdom to be honest i was like damn these matches that like uh okada and ibushi and that i was like damn they only went 30 minutes <laughs> i expected <laughs> it to go forever i was like oh these guys are gonna go like an hour each 60 I was like, minute broadways yeah they yeah. didn't do that i was surprised but, it was uh, only like four hours each night I was like, oh, that's not too bad for like the biggest show of the year i was like oh this is a digestible at least but then I realized they have SmackDown on Friday, they have NXT on Saturday, they have WrestleMania on Sunday, they have Raw, and then they have the SmackDown again. So they have a whole, they have their eight days That's of wrestling crazy. in a row anyway, so they're going to do it all. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm actually going to fly back on WrestleMania day, and I'll probably just live stream, because like, it's, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it for, for 20 hours, I just can't do it, I'm just, it's not happening. I'd rather be at my house where I can, you know, get a beer for free. <laughs> Or, you know, play with my cat or whatever the case. Be, be in the AC, that'd be nice, you know. I'd rather yeah. do that than, you know. I, I, like I've said before, I think going to Mania is like something you should do if you're a wrestling fan just because it's an experience. But, uh, you know, that's up to you once you've gone once if you enjoy the experience or not. Um, didn't hate it. It's just I'd, I'm not thriving to do it again, I guess. Yeah. Um, but as we get past the post-show here on the Royal Rumble, uh, you know, we head into the, yeah, the uh, kickoff whatever they call it nowadays. They change the name very often. Um, we get past the kickoff and all that, and uh, we get Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, Roman Reigns ends up beating King Corbin after like 20-something minutes, and at some point during this match, it turned from Roman Reigns versus King Corbin to the Usos versus Bobbert Roode and <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, which was yeah. confusing and jarring, but... One of the Usos jumped off the top of a scaffolding, and I was like, oh, baby. That was hot. Jimmy. It was Jimmy. Was it Big Jim? Get your, get your Usos right. Yeah, is it Big Jim? You know, my name's Jim. So I like Big that. Big Jim. It was Big Jimmy. Yeah, that's cool. That was like my favorite spot of the match. Uh, they At one point in the match, they threw King Corbin into the porta potty. Now, I cannot be the only one that saw this, and I was like, oh, my God. Vince McMahon loaded this with poo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's going to come out of here. There's going to be shit everywhere. It's going to smell like complete garbage in this arena. But there was no poo. Yeah, 
They they dump dog food on him. Why not shit on him right exactly. now? Exactly. You know? I thought he was gonna have piss coming out of his arms and stuff. I was like, oh, this is gonna be terrible. I can't remember what I watched. I think it was WWE where they did a porta potty spot, but it was like they just you know in porta potties you put this like blue goo in there, I guess, to like it was something with Braun Strowman, wasn't it? Like Braun Strowman knocked somebody over in a porta potty and there was blue goo all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. What is the blue goo? I, it was I, like it Kevin something. Owens. I swear he did it to Kevin Owens. That's who it was. It was Kevin Owens. Um, I, now I want to figure out what the blue goo is in Porta. I feel like that would be like a you know like those WWE trivia games and they have like these weird questions that you never remember. Yeah, you, you would. Braun Strowman flip over the Porta Potty <laughs> and come out in blue goo. Uh, okay, so Owens. okay, here's the deal: in Porta Potties, the blue <laughs> liquid. This this is information that you will only get from the Deadlock Podcast. By the way, the blue liquid in Porta Potties. Yes, we love the business. Just like man said, See? we watched the product. <laughs> Incredible. The blue liquid inside of a porta potty is a deodorizer meant to help mask the smells that may be produced by taking a shit. All right, they need to figure that out because that shit does not mask the smell. You ever That's... been to like a stinky? You ever been to like a, a music festival or an outdoor concert? You right? I'm sure you've been to. Yes, one it's horrible. And then you go to like this. It's like 100 degrees out, and you go to this porta potty, and you're like sweating inside of it, and it smells Warped so bad. Is the worst. Dudes are not even, dudes are shitting on the walls. They're not even trying <laughs> to go in the toilet. Like y'all are out of control, man. You're out of control. That, that blue goo does not work. Yeah, they need yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I was Mr. surprised. John, Mr. Porta John, can you fix it up? I think that, I think that there was nothing. I was, first off, there was wheels on the one porta potty. I was like, huh, that's not safe at all. Like you just go in there, take a shit and start wheeling down a hill or something. The, uh, <laughs> They put him in there. They flipped him over. Episode, dude. Oh, I was watching Beavis and Butthead the other day. First off, let me just say, uh, I can't remember the guy's name for the life of me, but he made King of the Hill too. Um, Did he make Mike Judge? Was it Mike Judge? I think he helped. Did Mike Judge? Did Mike Judge help with Futurama too, or is that Matt Groening? Matt Groening. I think Mike Judge did Office Space and stuff. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So um, Matt Groening did Futurama and Simpsons. The Simpsons, right? Fuck, they're like legends, dude. They rule. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're awesome. The um but the porta potty thing, I was very surprised that the way that they did it. So like they pushed him over in the porta potty and then like Michael Cole was telling it like he got shot in the face or something. Like he was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know that. how he's able to get up. I'm like, well, I mean, he was just pushed over the porta potty. potty. Like, he's done. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what he said. He got him over to the dugout. He's like, I don't even know how he could stand up. I'm like, I don't know, just stand up. The uh I mean like kids get bullied on the fucking recent all the playground all the time get pushed over and ported by us. Like a hundred times a movie though. <laughs> Just get up. You didn't even get any poo on you or anything. You're good. There's no poo in here. I, I don't even know why there was porta potties beside the fucking entrance ramp. What were they? What it's were they? because it's because it's like a baseball field, which I don't think they're even out there on the Houston Astros games, right? Did they have porta potties out there for the players? No, they got their private dugouts with their private bathrooms. Are you kidding me? Yeah, where they just cheat. Ha, <laughs> Sports reference. Ha, ha, ha. Cork the baseball bat. Sammy Zosa, Sammy Zosa. Yeah, Mark yeah, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Cheaters, cheaters, cheaters. Ha, 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 <laughs> the, uh, the, yeah, the porta potty thing was was ridiculous. And then, like, the uh, thing with Dolph Ziggler and stuff, like, they randomly just started having a match. I was like, wow, this is interesting. Uh, but at least the finish was cool. I like that they did it on the dugout. I thought that was pretty creative, honestly. Yeah, uh, that was cool. They probably got the okay to, all right, go on the dugout. And they they meticulously plan this out to have this match first so the crowd's hot for it and they're like oh yeah because people just want to see people like beat each other up and go through the crowd and of course people are gonna go crazy when you got roman reigns and beating up baron corbin right next to you 
Oh yeah, yeah this I, is awesome. Let's go. The one thing that I cannot stand is like when like WB does stuff like this, and it's like it leaves so much to the imagination. I'm like, yeah, push them in a dugout, uh, power bomb them off the fucking thing. I'm like, just, just spear them off the dugout into the dugout to the floor. I'm like, oh, they didn't do any of that. I was I'll like, drive them on the pitcher's mound. <laughs> yeah, do something fun. Like I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, we'll put you in this porta body with no poo in it. All right, well, damn. Like, oh, I'll do that. This, I mean, the spear was, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to do like a big climactic spear and he's going to beat them and that's going to be it. And then like Corbin didn't want to take, <laughs> didn't want to take the bump onto the dugout. So he like just kind of pollowed over as yeah. Reigns hit. I was like, oh man, okay, then I don't want to do. Um, it wasn't, the, <laughs> it wasn't like it blew me away or anything. And that's what I said on my, uh, uh, when I was uh, streaming too, I was like, yeah, I didn't feel like there was like any match of the years on this card, but like. I had a pretty good time watching most of them for the most part. Um, like this match was fun, I think, right? I mean, the Reigns and Corbin yeah. stuff, like it could have been more fun, but like in the context of what I knew was possible, I had a good time watching it. Yeah. Do you remember like the Dudley boys TNA run where like every match was them just brawling in the crowd and like, yeah. And they, was, uh, like, they came up with stipulations. They would just come up with stipulation matches, like the, the fish brawl or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was like, that's kind of what this reminded me of. Like, let's just brawl in the crowd and do like some stupid stuff and people will love it. That's that's all it was. That seems to be Roman's thing right now is like his matches are just him having, he's not having matches matches, if that makes sense. He's just kind of having ridiculous spot fun with the crowd. (laughs) It's like they're trying, what they're doing is like using these matches as a way to like make Roman Reigns seem like a more fun character. I guess is the way. Yeah, um, I know what you're saying. And then they'll show those clips on like Twitter and like yeah, highlight. Like, look how much Smackdown fun Roman Reigns is. You know, like he's on the dugout, hanging out, beating up people and stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, it worked. I like. I mean, I think it's a good thing for Reigns. It's always it's hilarious. How many times has Reigns been the last dude in the Royal Rumble and they just eliminate him? They use him so much. If I feel like to like yeah. get somebody over for the uh, for the Royal Rumble, it works every single yeah. time. <laughs> every perfect. time. Nuts, I was wondering man. when they did the port about did, did King like was King like oh can you smell that oh because King always used to do that when they're like something would happen yeah like, he, trash he related like, oh, or pooper oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh do you smell that I can smell that over here it's like you can't smell shit the uh oh speaking of commentary Booker T man oh my God he was a legend on he came out for the special guest ref or the special guest commentating spot for the Royal Rumble tonight and mm-hmm. uh. Man, he was on fire. Like, when I think of a color commentator, I can't think of anyone better than Booker T off the top of my head. Like, anyone that could possibly be your color commentator today, I'm like, why in the world don't you want Booker T? He's so modern. Like, he's just, he's refreshing. It just feels like he's saying shit. Like, he feels like me when I'm commentating. I'm like, maybe that's why <laughs> I resonate with him so much. I'm Booker like, T is awesome, though. I remember, I still remember that time in TNA when he took the mic in there. He's like, Booker T's laying the boots to him. Booker T's kicking Oh, him yeah, he's commentating his own <laughs> match. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Booker that T and TNA was amazing. We have to, yeah, we have to talk. We have to go back and watch a lot of his best of clips and stuff like that. Black Snow and Chet Lemon, dude. Oh. Yeah, and he brought back, he's like, uh, I got this championship. He's like, what is this? It's my championship, the Legends championship. I'm a legend. What? I, you can't just do that. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I, the, I love that yeah you're probably right. If you're looking for a color guy, why is Booker T not the number one choice? Yeah, dude, he came in and he was just roasting everybody. I, I can't remember specifically stuff he said, but he was like roasting Elias and he was roasting like Cesaro and he he roasted Ricochet. I was like, this rules, man. Like, it's so <laughs> modern. Like, it's, it's exactly what I would expect someone who's like not the lead commentator, but just like commentating on matches like in 2020 to act like. Like, Booker is just so relatable, man. He's just a 
fuck it. He's the fucking dude. You know, like he's because at this point he's not trying to like impress anybody or like care what like Vince thinks because like I'm sure he has enough money, so he's just out there like having a good time. You know, like he's just hanging. Well, out. if I if I screw up, who cares? You know. Oh, and they were feeding. They were feeding lines tonight, man. There were some rough ones in there. Um, oh yeah, beast handling. Corey Graves said, "Oh, he's Brock Lesnar is beast handling these guys." I said, <laughs> oh, no. "What? He is what?" And Booker was oh, like, "No." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah. Beast handling. There was like, yeah. yeah, there was like thirty times where I was like, Corey Graves, just just stop, just don't even, just like you got it. Like yeah, sometimes I feel like Michael Cole doesn't even say like Vince is like yelling something. Michael, and he's like, I'm not saying that. But I feel like Corey just says it. He just says whatever Vince is yelling at him because it's like. I don't know if you can notice it, but sometimes you can just smell the Vince McMahon on these lines. Like the second it comes out of your mouth, their mouth, you're like, <laughs> you can just tell it's Vince McMahon saying it through the headset. Yeah, rough. that's that's always the worst. I went, I actually went back and watched the 2011 Royal Rumble because I remember like CM Punk's little Nexus thing in there. Yeah, I just wanted to yeah. catch it. And wow, Matt Striker is so bad. <laughs> I that, I remember I, that. then I found out then I found out that that was his last uh like main appearance in WWE and then he was never like brought back again after that so they canned him for the marking thing didn't they yeah, I'm marking out bro oh no and then he went to then, uh T or he went to Wrestle Kingdom Lucha Underground after that right yeah no it was Wrestle Kingdom before remember because uh, yeah 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 TNA was uh, what was it? TNA was it? It wasn't like they were doing like a crossover. I don't think that was the crossover TNA. It was the GFW where they just hosted it or something. Yeah, yeah. It was like, hey, we'll get you on Fight TV. Is what it was. Um, Yeah, and and they brought English commentary, which was their. It was abysmal. It was horrible. Uh, Matt Stryker called him Shinsuke the entire (laughs) show, dude. For the love of God, can someone just ask what his name is? Like, just go up to him and ask him. Hello, Shinsuke. Like, just wasn't come on, it, man. Wasn't it Stryker and Jim Ross? And yes. Jim Ross didn't. Jim Ross didn't know names either. All. No. Yeah. He didn't. They don't. He didn't. He did. He did, he thought they were going to feed him stuff through the headset, and they didn't. They didn't even talk to him once. <laughs> they didn't. Even, they didn't even like say hello or anything. They just like yeah, go out there and come to you or whatever. The yeah, uh, the other uh, the other guy in commentary was Michael Cole doing his heel stuff. So that was fantastic as well. What so. the 2011 one? Yeah, he was like seeing the glass on box? heel. No, not yet, but he was like... Not yet? Not, I don't think it happened yet. That's crazy. God, all this feels like it was like a lifetime ago. That's... Oh, my God. But it was it was, uh, it was was crazy to hear that commentary. Like, now... I, I think now's commentary is awful, but, like, listening to that, I'm like, that is unlistenable. Like, how did I even survive that era of wrestling? <laughs> Do you remember the time... Oh, man, I remember seeing the clips of him on NXT, like the original, original NXT. Where he was, I can't remember if it was even on NXT or if it was like on a random episode of Raw or something. But like Michael Cole, just like they were just like really silent, and all of a sudden he just went, "Help!" (laughs) (laughs) I remember that he just yelled, and I thought after seeing the clip, I thought it was like an edit from like (laughs) something else. It was during NXT season two of the women's stuff. That's what. He brought out a gong at one point, and every time the women sucked, he would just bring the gong as loud as he possibly can. And it was like, get this off my TV. If you go, if you want to watch something great, like the best television ever, watch season two. I think it was season two with the women NXT, the original like contest. Michael Cole is the best on there because he just did not care. 
It was so good though, also because uh, Matt Stryker would like always go in the ring to interview people, but he had like an earpiece to the commentators, so he would just start laughing in the ring because nobody gave a shit about that show because they were just like, "This sucks so bad." Help! The YouTube video is gone. Michael Cole randomly screams. <laughs> Was that the NXT or what? It was a guy in a turkey suit with, with, yeah, this looks like, well, it was a Thanksgiving episode. It's on the network. Oh my God. All right. Let me see if I can get here. Hold on. Let me just. Michael Cole, help. I'll just look it up. Yeah. Michael Cole randomly screams for help. I found it. An old Thanksgiving. (laughs) Okay. You remember Al Wilson? Oh my god. Okay. Okay, I know I know exactly what this is. Can I tell you? Can I fill you in on how this actually made air? Yeah, you go ahead. Okay. So when SmackDown used to be taped, I think this was a taped episode, they would always they'd screw up around this time, so they'd have them redo lines and stuff in like the studio. That had to be one of those studio lines where they re-recorded a line and he just yells, Help, help. <laughs> He's stuck oh in a time God. loop. Michael Cole went back in time. There's this fucking time remnant. Ah! <laughs> this is incredible. Oh my God. Wow, that was like a, a hidden memory in my brain that was just unlocked, like a like a key to a fucking just to a fucking padlock. That's insanity. Ah, Michael Cole screaming help at the top of the <laughs> And Al Wilson, because they needed that storyline. Tori Wilson's fake dad. Oh, that's good. That's good TV. That's good TV. He should do that again. He should, he should do that ah, again. <laughs> Just enter that in any modern WWE era and it'll work. Yeah. That's, that's top tier stuff. Okay. All right. Let me try to get back in the world. <laughs> so, um... Oh, we're at the women's rumble. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So they do the women's Royal Rumble. Um, which kind of messes up the well, I don't want to say it messes up the pacing of the it's just whatever comes after this is gonna gonna get no heat whatsoever. The crowd's like gonna go mm-hmm. get hot dogs, you know. Bailey and Lacey Evans got thrown into the wolves on this one. They're just like, whatever. You know, like you're you you guys are just gonna go out there for nine minutes and just chill. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so we had uh we had the 30 woman Royal Rumble match. Uh, whoever wins this match is going to go to WrestleMania. Um, the only women that exist in WWE are the four horsewomen. So if you had any other ideas of anyone yeah. winning this, you're, That's exactly. you're wrong. Oh my gosh. Christina said the same thing. My wife was like, uh, did they only like four Your women? wife said <laughs> that. She said that. And she wow. doesn't even watch it. She doesn't even watch it. She was like, do they literally only like the horsewomen? They, they like Charlotte and Alexa Bliss. And that's about it. That's yeah, Alexa it. stayed in there for a while. Um, she didn't get eliminated till Chelsea Green, which was like fifteen or sixteen people. Um, so I mean, she stayed in there a while. She eliminated a lot of NXT people too. Um, Mercedes Martinez being in this was pretty crazy. I did not expect to see her in here. Um, they gave her the moon shoes real quick, and she didn't really do very much. But she stayed around 
for quite a bit of time. So like that. Yeah, it was cool to see her. I thought she was uh, gonna go with AEW, right? Didn't she have like a couple? Yeah, matches? I thought she was, she was gonna go to AEW too, and I was surprised to see that. I don't even know if they offered her any money or anything. She came um, in. Was she had all in? Right. Yeah, she was at one of those pay per views early on. Um, she might have. I think it might have been all in. The all uh, she did, probably did a dark as well. But I thought she was really good. She was in the Mayan Classic twice. Was yeah, it? I remember she did this fucking sweet curb stomp, and I was like, "Damn, this is dope." Um, but yeah, they didn't. I don't. I don't know what. I, I, you know what? Somehow, some way, we always get on AEW's fucking women's division, and it's just the worst. <laughs> And it was like, no, I, I just, I just literally remember her being there and I was just like, oh, she didn't sign with that. So yeah, I know. But it's just like somehow, it. some way we always get to talk about like this women's division. It's like, come on, AEW, just, just don't suck <laughs> with the women's stuff. Like get together, man. Um, they had, <clears throat> they had Molly Holly come through as mighty Molly and dude, she looks like she entered a time machine and just came back and just wrestled. I was like, this is insane because she has not aged even a little bit. Which is crazy. She's yeah, got the uh, R truth cool to see her doing the Mighty Molly gimmick too. Not the uh, they mentioned Hurricane on commentary, so that was neat. I thought he was going to be in the Men's Rumble because um, you know Mighty Molly. I was like, damn, that's a weird thing to come back as, but uh, sure, I guess. Yeah. I was hoping we would get uh, Blind Nydia. <laughs> I was waiting for her to come through with the uh, Blind the Nydia. I forgot about that shit. She had like a fur coat on and yeah, blinders yeah. on. Oh my gosh. That yeah. ruled. Oh my god. Jamie, Jamie Noble, Noble should have came back as a redneck. I love Jamie that Noble movie. and Nydia. That was just a good that was just good. You know it was an insane finish? It was a trailer hit. Do you remember that submission? That that move ruled. Mm, let me I thought to see it. Let me say trailer. Look up trailer hitch. Oh my god. I just remember was, um I just remember him doing a tiger driver for his finish. No, was it trailer Jamie hitch Noble? was yeah, trailer hitch, Jamie Noble. It was like during his gimmick and stuff when blind Blind Idiot? <laughs> yeah, blind idiot. Uh let's see here. Trailer hitch. Uh it was a it was a sweet move. Jamie Jamie Noble finisher, trailer hitch. Oh, it's a reverse figure four. It's a uh, yeah. yeah, but he pushes the leg. Oh, okay. We talk did we talk about the reverse figure four one time? Damn, yeah, crazy. I think we did. Wow. Well, I like how he does like the dragon screw leg whip first and then he does it. I think that's lit. He used to do dragon screw leg whip every time he did it. It was cool. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we Jane didn't get Fox, blind Nidia, which would have been fantastic. <laughs> Hell yeah, would have been. Just cool. came out blind. That would have been hilarious. And then Michael yeah. goes, "Help!" <laughs> <laughs> she comes out, and then like Jamie Noble comes out and like helps her to the back. They're like, "No, no, no, you can't, you can't wrestle." Like she gets in the ring, gets eliminated immediately, and then Jamie Noble comes and helps. God, that that is such a spot they should take from me, and then I will sue you for every fucking piece of money you have. I swear you know, to God. No, you know what would have been even better if she was blind, so she thought it was the women's rumble, but it's the men's rumble, and then Brock just like clotheslines her head <laughs> off over the top rope. And then... Jamie Noble comes out, and then he like goes to like step up to Brock, and then he's like, "Nah, never mind." And then he just tells <laughs> nah, me, we the good." She's like, "It's like, did you get Brock?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got Brock." Is he blind? She'll know. <laughs> know. That is totally. Oh man, hey Joey Janela, if you're listening to this, bro, like, hey. Blind yeah. idiot on yeah. your show. Take yes, that. Please. Take it. Just take it. Please. I won't sue you. Take it. <laughs> you can have blind idiot gimmick. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of NXT people in the women's uh, Royal Rumble here. We had like Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, uh, Mia Yim was in this. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart was in this. I think Io Shirai was supposed to be number 26, but she got injured. She's out for two months. Um, yeah. So Shotzi took her place from what I understand. Um, 
Carmella was in this, but I don't even know if she did anything the whole time. Um, Tegan Knox, Santina was in this. Oh my God, Santina! I was like, this is so I crazy. Know. I was ma- I was gonna make the joke about Santina. I was like, ah, you know, I make the joke every year. Santina's not having it, and then it happened. I was like, what the hell? I could have made the joke. It's crazy because I thought he was doing stuff with Impact, but who knows? I think he's doing Bloodsport this year. <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs> the um, I thought the Santino thing was kind of lame to be honest. Like, I thought it was I funny. Really... I, I I liked it because uh, because uh, it didn't do anything. He just just eliminated himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, yeah, no, no, no. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot it. of moments where I was like, damn, damn, damn. That that was kind of like, especially in the men's rumble when like Morrison and Kofi and none of them did like crazy stuff. I was like, ah. yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Well, with we that. had the Naomi thing. Which was kind of oh um, Naomi came back and she was crazy she was going wild she looked better than she did um like crispness on her stuff like then before she left I was like yeah Damn, she got she get she's killing it out here um but sorry the four horsemen are the only one that exists so no. yeah exactly um Shayna Baszler came in and she looked fantastic like they really put her she eliminated they actually put people. over uh Bianca Belair as well too she was really good. oh she hossed she had- that up yeah she was really in there throwing them around. What's the um, what's the women's uh, like? Do you know record wise who has the most elimination for women? It might be Shayna and Bianca with eight. It might be tied for that. Um, let's see, women. I don't know. I don't remember. But that's yeah. Like I was surprised how much they put over Bianca Belair in that match. But that was good because I like her, and that's, that's awesome. yeah. Shayna okay, Baszler. so Bianca Belair broke the record for all time eliminations with eight eliminations, but. Uh, Shayna Baszler also got eight eliminations. So I think they tied for most eliminations, uh, the most eliminations record in the Women's Royal Rumble. And they both did that That's cool. twice. Yeah. Um, Baszler eliminated Naomi, Beth Phoenix, Tony Storm, Zia Lee, Zelina, Shotzi, Carmella, and T- she went on a tear. She eliminated like four or five people in a row at one point. Yeah. And Beth Phoenix at one point, like, got effed up in that match when she busted her head open in the oh back. yeah who was she was it with bianca i don't remember i feel like I it was natalia wasn't it oh like her natalia it it was were, early they were in at the same time and they like they did something in the corner and she like smacked her head on that ring post thing and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was early it too open. um yeah because she was she was in the match because they were waiting for like the spot for the santina spot so she couldn't get eliminated until Santina came out at 29. So she had to stay in there. Ten more people. I don't know when she busted her head, but she had to do that Santina thing. So, like, she was bleeding everywhere. It was crazy. Yeah, that was rough. Um, Because the, by the end of it, she was, her whole head was red. It looked like she just dyed her hair red. It was, it was bad. Uh, I was surprised they even let her stay in the match. WB is usually, like, does not allow that to happen. I'm sure Beth was like, I'll wring your shit if you take me out of this match. I'm doing this spot. They had the Santina thing. They couldn't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Natalia can't carry that by herself. The, um, Kelly Kelly was in there, unimpressively, by the way. Dude, I freaked out. I was like, yeah. Uh, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, here it goes. Oh, the poison. Yeah, I remember. Dude, I remember. Oh, my God. Probably when I was just getting back into doing YouTube or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. she was like the only diva at the time that they would ever use. She was diva champion forever. It's like every single Don't week. Don't you say that D word. <laughs> Well, it's like the only thing. Well, Nikki Bella would want me to use it, and as far as I'm concerned, Nikki Bella is number one. The uh, the Kelly. So Kelly Kelly every single week would come out, but like 
they'd always do the backstage wall. It was like, I think it's because SmackDown at that time was literally the worst television show of all time. Like, period, <laughs> just ever. I'm not even talking about wrestling. Have you seen SmackDown on Fox? No, I actually I haven't. The, um, but the Kelly Kelly backstage walking was every single week. She would be walking on the hallway with the Divas Championship smiling and be like, all right, and Kelly Kelly's coming up next. And it would just be the same thing. Then she would come out, holla, holla. And she would, she would have her hands up. And I'm like, this is like, ah, uh, oh my God. Like they just inserted, like, I don't even know if she's actually here or if they just inserted like a SmackDown clip of her walking. I'm like, this is yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. She's only like 32 years old. It's like, what the hell is going on, man? This is nuts. Is I feel like really? she was in the WWE forever ago. Yeah. Well, she was in WWE and she was like 18 and they're like, ooh, let's have you show your titties. And we're like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. Okay. And then like the comment from Jerry Lawler made it even better. He was like, yeah, when I first saw Kelly Kelly, like, oh, my God, I jacked my dick off. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like Kelly Kelly was like seven years old when she was first in the WWE. What the <laughs> fuck are you really talking about, you that? weirdo? Yeah, yeah, he said some <laughs> bullshit. He's like, yeah, when I first saw Kelly Kelly, oh, my God, my dick got so erect. I said, what the fuck is going on? No way. I was way. like, so confused about what. I, he, okay. <laughs> Did he paraphrasing. say that in the Rumble tonight? I was definitely paraphrasing. But yes, he said that tonight. He was like, you know, he made one of his fucking kingisms where it was completely inappropriate. And the worst part was like, yeah, Kelly Kelly was like, literally could maybe, you know, she could maybe drive a car when she was in WWE the first time. <laughs> and Jerry Lawler was just like, oh man, that just gets me going. You're a weird fucking dude, man. You're just a weird fucking dude. <laughs> and he probably had his affliction shirt. I didn't see him all night. I bet he was guaranteed in that fucking affliction shirt. Remember when he married Kat and she was like 12 years old as well? Or yes. Like 60. Yes. Like, this dude's crazy, man. Like, damn. Why do you throw such good wrestling punches, you stupid asshole? <laughs> <laughs> if you oh. didn't have a good pile driver, man, I tell you what. Yeah, I tell yeah. you, show him, brother. He had, uh, we had Tony Storm coming to the mix. Uh, she didn't really, I was surprised. I was like, didn't she the champion right now or something? Like, she didn't do shit. She didn't bring, I don't even know she brought the title out. I don't even remember. No, she did not, I don't think. Yeah, that was she weird. She was ready for action. I feel like uh, she the got only stolen. standouts in this match were, like, Bianca and Shayna for, and Charlotte obviously winning. But, like, I felt like there was no other, like. Ooh, Robbie E other. was there for a minute. He was. Yes, he I was. I was like, oh, my God, the list. Let's get it, baby. I like everybody says I love Robbie. He's the man. Like that shit was awesome. Um, yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, there wasn't too much. Naomi did the table thing where she crossed the bridge or whatever. But it would have been better if she didn't take like what it was like ten minutes. It was like, damn, Naomi, you gonna do this or not? <laughs> like she sat on that table forever before she set up the uh, bridge to the stairs to get back in the ring. Uh, I mean, it would have made sense if she was like waiting till the end to come, you know, like, oh, I'm going to sit here and wait because that's but she did. She just came in but and she, got eliminated. Like, well, they kept like panning to her and then she didn't do it. I don't mm -hmm. know if like there was like miscommunication and she was like waiting for a cue and like no one was giving her a cue to go in because yeah. I don't know if the refs are like supposed to tell her, hey, yeah, now you do that. Now it's your time or whatever. But I don't know. It just it was weird because they kept going over to her and it was like nothing's happening. <laughs> like, All right. Oh, here's some interesting statistics here. Um, so Chelsea Green eliminated Alexa Bliss. Uh, she came in with Robbie E. Alexa Bliss lasted the longest in the Aurora Rumble at 26 minutes, 34 seconds. Uh, Chelsea Green eliminated her, but she, Chelsea Green actually lasted the smallest amount of time. She only lasted 12 seconds. Um, and then Sarah Logan lasted the next least amount, which is the weirdest way possible I could say that sentence, uh, at yeah. 27 seconds. There's <laughs> um, some interesting statistics for you there. Um, but in the end, it doesn't matter what any of you did. Charlito is the one. I'm not surprised, yeah. honestly. I'm yeah, not surprised. No one should be surprised. Um, it's just 
like you it, you knew Becky was gonna be Oscar because WWE are a bunch of fucking cowards. Um, you know they could have done <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus Oscar again and then let Oscar get her win back on Charlotte at WrestleMania. Charlotte would have still got her fucking match. Becky Lynch could have faced Bailey or something. I don't know. They could have done something like that that's different from what they're doing. Um, but they're a bunch of fucking cowards. So they there's went only with, four uh, women in WWE, right? Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Um, I I hope that Kyrie goes back to stardom. Um, it would, it would, <laughs> it would be great. Um, Can we just get Dakota Kai? Uh, who else do we like? Mia Yim, uh, Candice LeRae. Can you, can you all just go to stardom hope, so James yeah, can watch I hope you. that EO and Kyrie get the fuck out of this company uh, as soon as humanly possible um, and go back to stardom so we can uh, get stardom, start taking over these fucking venues. Stardom just had its biggest attendance ever recently, 1,602 people at Cork and Hall. We can get that number. And that's that's even more than Io Shirai's farewell show. Hey, that's almost the same as uh, WrestleMania 22. No, 1,600. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's almost the same as the first Raw back in 1932. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. The, uh, yeah, so like, let's get them back. God, if they had Io and Kyrie come back at the same time, or, fuck it, stagger it so you can do two Cork and shows with boosted ass fucking attendance. Oh, yeah. That's some good stuff. Bushy Road will throw see, up that big money. See, you know, I was hoping for Shayna Baszler to win this thing, and then I'd be like, "Oh, it'd be kind of cool to see like her and Becky have like a mania thing." And then I'm like, "Wait, Becky's not really as cool as she used to be, so maybe not." Anything different? It don't matter who. I don't give a fuck. Like it could have been Tamina, but like it's just like anything different would have been dope. I like Charlito a lot, but it's just like, come on, like anything else that you like just. It was such like a coward move for them to like just fall back on this. I was like, Ooh, come on, man. Like it's just they're like, I don't know, they're John Cena, they're Randy Orton, they're Triple H. Like that's yeah. their female version of that. And they're like, Oh yeah, we're gonna put her in the main event again. It's like, yeah. I mean, I'm not I, the match would be good. It, it will be good. I mean, it's like Charlotte. Charlotte is Flair good. always kicks ass when she's out there, right? But it's like just do something different. Yeah. Like Yeah, I was just kinda hoping for something different, I guess. You could have set it up where like somebody eliminates Charlotte Flair and then there's a WrestleMania match or whatever, but they don't think that way. They're like, oh, we'll just uh, we'll play. I safe. still think Charlotte versus Oscar. Rem- I'm very biased, but Charlotte versus Oscar rematch where Oscar gets her win back at Mania would have probably been the move for me. Um, he doesn't remember that. You think WWE remembers God, what happened? Do you remember? Five do ago? you remember that? That was fucking awful. Oscar yeah. loses her fucking streak. And, and, and <laughs> on top of that shit, Charlotte Flair is better than Oscar. What the fuck? This is Why the worst night of my that? life. <laughs> Why the fuck did she have to say that? Like, you could have just bowed. You should have just done like the show of respect and yes. walk away. But she's like, Charlotte is better than me. What the fuck? Yeah, what, did, what, was the, the, what, what did she like legit say? She said like, Charlotte was ready for Oscar or something like that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, nobody because she was like nobody is ready for Oscar, and she's like, Charlotte, Charlotte was is ready. Charlotte's better yeah, than me. Charlotte, like, have sex with my husband. What the fuck is going <laughs> on? This is horrible. Yeah, that they was just had to throw that in. Hands, if I, I if I made like a top ten most cursed moments in WWE history, Oscar saying that Charlotte was was ready for Oscar was the number one worst thing I've ever seen in my life. What have you done? What have you done? 
She, like literally, it should have just been Oscar loses, powders out, Charlotte has her moment. That's it. You don't need to have her fucking. Oh, I have yeah, never better. seen anything like that, man. Ever. Could you imagine back in the day if like Stone Cold and The Rock, WrestleMania <laughs> 17, The Rock's like, you're better than me. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? Congrats, Stone Cold. I'm a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Or if Gold Goldberg's like, Kevin Nash is better than me <laughs> <laughs> after he got tasered. Yeah, get the ring. I guess you. I guess I was next. <laughs> Holy shit! This is horrible. I was next. <laughs> Fucking Goldberg. Holy shit! <sighs> I was next. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that's I, terrible. Brock Lesnar. I guess I was last. <laughs> Goldberg says it. <laughs> this is the worst. The top 10 most cursed moments in WWE history. Oh, that's rough, man. Uh, so I was next, staying into Kevin Nash. <laughs> he grabs his hand, holds him up, and then points at him like the rock. He's like, <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is him. That's hot. Oh, that's oh, hot. That's, that's what he should have said. I guess I was next. And then Kevin Nash grabs a mic. Ah, oh, that's hot. Ah, oh, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what would happen. And then the next week, Finger Book of Doom. So oh, that's a- <laughs> oh, Holy shit. shit. All right. So, Charlito is going to WrestleMania. <laughs> Congratulations on your win, I guess. They just have the same women. It's, that's that's what really pisses me off. It's not that she's not deserving. She's probably one of the best that WWE's like women she wrestlers. Good. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't think she's quality the best. Wise, she's not but awesome, it's like, but like she's good. do something else. Do something different. Yeah. Please. Yeah, anything. Just I mean, they like did in the something. men's, I guess. So there you get that. Yeah. I mean, what, last year they did what? Shinsuke. Was last year Shinsuke and Oscar or was that the year before? Yeah, it was Shinsuke and Because then, uh, then it was main event with. No, Ronda. Would Ronda win? Did Ronda win? When did Ronda win? Mm-hmm. Did Ronda win the Rumble? No, no, no. No, she came out after the Rumble, didn't she? Um, Becky won last year and Seth won last year. So it was two years ago that. uh. Asuka and um, Shinsuke won the... Then Ronda came out after Asuka won, right? Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. So, um, oh, she stole that moment too, didn't she? Fuck, dude. What are they doing? Oh, my God. She oh, did, yeah, also, didn't don't she? forget. Yeah, she did. Did you see Ronda Rousey tweet today? And was like, LOL, you thought I was going to be in the Rumble tonight? And like, it was her face when she was like getting her hair done. And did you see uh, her? Ha, 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 wow. Like you know that one, you know that face where wrestling's fake thing. Remember when she did that? Yeah, movie? yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that, but it's like those shitty memes from like 2000 where there's text on the top and text on the bottom on like the impact font, and it's like you really thought I was going to come back tonight, and I'm like, oh, I just hate you so much. Ron. I'm thinking about now. Top ten cursed moments in WWE history would just be WWE just fucking Oscar. Oh, my Oscar's God. main event title push run thing where she lost the street yeah that was the the charlotte thing was terrible rousey coming out after she won the fucking royal rumble and oscar's just sitting there in the ring oh my god this is just horrible so oscar who are you gonna fight raw smackdown i got a bad reputation and oscar looks like an idiot just standing there it's like yeah why? they really i mean like i don't know i i mean oscar's never Oscar would be an interesting one to, to uh, the thing is like stardom doesn't employ like a ton of people who are like a Oscar's pretty is is in Joshi terms she's pretty old um and she's never been in mm. stardom before but Bushi Road's got fuck money Oscar's a big ass name they could pull her in for like a show or two or something I don't know I just 
I'm just like, man, this is, I don't know. There's a lot of fucked up Oscar shit. Like she was treated well in the beginning, but uh, you know, in the end, you're just another name. There was There's no Sasha Banks in this Rumble either. I think what I she was, got injured. Did she? Okay. Yeah, she got injured just recently too, actually. Because she was trending on Twitter after she never came out. People were like, "What? What? Yeah. Sasha? Yeah. Did, what? Did Otis? Did Otis trend? Because he didn't come out. Otis was awesome. <laughs> oh my world. god! I almost forgot about the best Royal Rumble moment ever. Wow! <laughs> when Otis was when Otis was on the ground and Mandy Rose landed on him to not get eliminated. Dude, yeah, I almost forgot. Oh my god. Yes. That was I'm not even kidding. Maybe the best Royal Rumble moment I've ever seen in my life. The feet pervert Otis helped Mandy Rose stay in the match. <laughs> oh my god. And it zoomed in on his face. He was like <laughs> I said, "Oh my god." This rules. Yes. Yes. Man, what a moment. Holy. Okay, so top. Okay, so we might have some curse moments with Oscar, but Otis has got some blessed moments, man. That's like yeah. dead ass. People, people thought I was trolling. I'm like, no, dude, Otis rules. He's we're in 2020, we're getting Otis a fucking title. Something. He's getting something. Because this dude is too fucking awesome to not be like top guy. Um, Otis rules, and I was really hoping for the big show. But didn't get the big show either. I was like, eh. Well. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm always down for a good will. There ain't nothing <laughs> that gets me, me harder than a good big show. Will. And him coming out and going, all right, one, two, three. And he raises his hand and then the pyro goes off or whatever. He's like, ah, I got a big fist. I was like, damn, this is <laughs> sweet. I like Jerry's show, honestly. Well, it's the big break the walls. Yeah, someone mentioned that to me. Um, So I looked it up. And I was like. I didn't really remember the theme song. I was like, oh, yeah, there was this one theme song that was uh, that everyone remembers. And then there was like this one that people don't remember. And it's like the fucking worst theme song I ever heard. It's like uh, they just mix the songs and they just start and stop. And it's just like, the yeah, worst. that was it. That was it. Be show, be show. That's the worst. <laughs> that one sucks. <laughs> ah, help. <laughs> Charlotte Flair wins the Rumble. This one only went 27 minutes and 19 seconds for a Rumble match. So no, it didn't. It went 54 minutes. What am I? What? Yeah, this bitch went a long time. Alexa Bliss went 27 minutes alone. Maybe Charlotte was in there for 27 minutes, 19 seconds. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay. (laughs) I'm thinking of this math. I'm like doing this math. Yeah, Yeah, like like the numbers going by. (laughs) Like, wait a minute. That does not compute. That was probably sounds more right. So, fresh off uh, Charlito uh, winning the women's match, we get Bailey versus Lacey Evans, which had zero heat. Um, Lacey is now the face, I guess, because she's got a kid. Um, they're touting the military stuff, so that's like, oh the yeah, Yay, woo, yeah, let's like, go. oh yeah, and their kids um, out there. Yeah, I don't but know if they knew that? this, um, but patriotism is at an all-time low. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they caught that or not. Did you see that picture on Twitter of Lacey Evans' daughter going like this when? Lacey yeah, I saw it on her. the I saw it on the show when she did it. Yeah, yeah. she uh, yeah she was booing she was booing Bailey. The um no no Lacey Evans booed her own her daughter booed Lacey Evans oh is that what she was doing the, no no I thought no. she booed Bailey she, no in this match but there's another picture of like oh. another show that she was at and she was booing her own mother <laughs> fuck you mom so that, so that, <laughs> bitch that's fantastic <clears throat> the um I remember there's this I wonder if I can find it um there was this one tweet from Lacey Evans like I don't do you do you know her Twitter name by any chance 
Um, yes, I follow her. I'm a big Lacey Evans stan. I got the Lacey Evans stan account. My man's a stan? <laughs> Lacey Evans WB. But there was this one tweet from like uh, probably a few years ago where she was like, I made my man dinner. And like uh, it shows like this plate and it's just like this nasty fucking just corn and like this Dollar General plate. She's like, yeah, I made my man dinner. I think she deleted it because uh, people were roasting the shit out of her. Like, if you just type Lacey Evans dinner, someone says, everybody take a moment and pray for Lacey Evans' family and the Thanksgiving dinner she probably made for them. <laughs> yeah, because I think people remember that. Um, remember that tweet. Um, oh, here's a going from 2018. Lacey Evans serving Sunday dinner. It's just nasty-ass, uncooked chicken with green beans and slop sauce. Gross. I wonder if there's a screen cap of it. Someone's got to have a screen cap of that from way back in the day when uh, Lacey Evans did that because she was like, it was just like unseasoned chicken, corn, canned green beans. She's like, get you, get you a woman that can cook. It was like, what the hell? I don't think so. She deleted it. It was probably lost in the depths of hell forever. I see something that says make him a home cooked meal, y'all, but there's no photo of it. So I don't think that's. Ah, oh, that's so rough. I'll someone never find that. If someone screen cap Lazy Evans dinner. Yeah, someone find that. It's like on a paper plate with like just some corn and it's <laughs> like this is this is horrible. <laughs> 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 this is so bad. Um I'm sure it's somewhere like the art internet archives or something, but anyway. All about this is what we go on with. We're talking about Lazy Evans. <laughs> yeah, I mean like that's the time she made dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Well, that's her gimmick. And she's like she's like a fallout character or something. So <laughs> She, uh, I mean, she cooks dinner like a Fallout character too. The, the, the Lacey Evans match with Bailey had no heat whatsoever. It was right after the Rumble, so they were in the dead spot. Um, Bailey cannot. It's weird. Bailey was good. Bailey had the good match with Sasha um, at NXT Takeover New York, I believe, is what it was, <clears throat> right? Or I think that was it. Um, sure. Yeah. And as she hasn't had any any good matches whatsoever since then <laughs> um which sucks uh this match was no different um it was not great they only got about 10 minutes it was nxt takeover brooklyn by the way um where bailey oh, okay. beat sasha for the nxt title um she got about 10 minutes in comparison uh they actually didn't get much more time than that for their nxt takeover match where they only went Wow, this feels like a decade ago. So this NXT Takeover Brooklyn in 2015 NXT matches were only going like 15 minutes compared to the hour and a half that they go nowadays. That's crazy. Yeah, and Johnny um, Gargano. Yeah, Johnny Gargano changed the game, baby. Uh, Bailey and Sasha went 18 minutes in Brooklyn compared to Bailey and Lacey getting nine minutes twenty. It's about that's eh, probably double. Um, mm. But they just had no heat whatsoever. Um, Lacey is. I, their patriotism is not a thing. <laughs> First off, right now, people, it, the fucking government is very it's polarizing. It's Mr. McMahon loves his troops. You know, Vince is all for the troops. No, I get it. Like, the company's, like, big, conservative fucking patriotism. I get it. But it's just like, I don't know. There's definitely a disconnect with me. <laughs> I'm just like. Yeah. And, ba and also, Bailey has, like, no heat. And she, like, does nothing to get heat here i don't think so it's just like i feel like she's been i feel like she's been to no fault of her own by the way um may, maybe a little bit of fault just i don't feel like she's connecting with anybody i don't feel like she i feel like she's being exposed on a weekly basis 
<laughs> I feel like every time she goes out there, she gets exposed even more. I feel like she's not confident. I feel like she's lost all confidence. Like seeing her walk out tonight and like, just look at her. Like she's trying to play, she's trying to play this character. That's like, she's bad. You know, like she, I'm the role mm. model. She's supposed to have confidence in her walk and the way that she looks at people and the way that she carries herself. And like, I don't feel like, I feel like she's her, the least confident that she's ever been. Um, and I think that's from the past few years of her just being exposed in the booking on a weekly basis. I don't think she ever recovered from the Alexa bliss feud. And, that's like the truth that that really destroyed her <laughs> um because they haven't done something that bad with any of the other women um you know they had the kendo the kendo stick match which was horrible um they yeah. had the this is your life thing that was horrible and like they have never done anything as bad as that stuff with the women so anytime anyone thinks of the worst thing that the women division has produced it is always that bailey thing um, and Alexa, on the other hand, came out of it fucking fine because she, you know, had, she has like 50 title reigns and they, she's got 27 minutes in the rumble and, you know, like she's always on the top of the division. She wasn't even working and she was still on TV. Remember she was injured, she had a concussion or whatever. Yeah. She came out fine. Bailey, on the other hand, did not come out fine. And she has <laughs> not come out fine since then. And it has been uh, a downhill slope for her since then. Um, I, I thought it was cool that they at least tried to recover with the uh, changing her gimmick around and, you know, making her mm -hmm. uh, the opposite. I think that was good. I don't think they, I mean, do you think? I don't think they've done a very good job of capitalizing on this. I feel like, she, fuck, man. I remember in my head fantasy booking a heel Bailey a hundred times. I'm like, holy shit. Like you already, the character makes itself. You know what I mean? And uh, there's like so much devious little petty ass shit she could do but she doesn't do anything she just comes out she, every day every entrance should have her killing the bailey buddies like that would be fantastic like every time she slices them off well there's like a, i big, mean she's not evil you know what i mean she's not evil she doesn't like she's not like a super bad character the thing is like you can just have her do petty stuff like that. you know like attacking the things or like you know just stupid shit like have her do a vignette of like knocking an ice cream out of someone's hand and you know what i mean like just very petty yeah, she was devious like, thing. She because she needs to do like she was all like, oh, all little girls look up to me, and like she was doing the thing, like the hug thing, and then she could just do the opposite of that. Like it's simple. Yeah, and they didn't. Like a little um, girl's like, hey, I love you, and then she just knocks the ice cream cone out of her hand. Like easy enough. Yeah, anything. Yeah, it's very easy. Very petty stuff that they could do. I with feel her. like the the last time I really bought into Bailey was it sasha bailey some takeover stuff i don't remember yeah there was they one a, time they did a last man standing or uh fall it was like a was it iron man takeover it was iron respect Woman. i think takeover respect i think they main evented that <clears throat> show too yeah it was, iron was that the time where like it was kind of like sasha was trying to push her like hey you suck you're not <clears throat> you have no fire in you and then she kind of like during that contest she like got the fire under her and she that was that was the brooklyn like match a real too yeah she was, was like it? yeah yeah she was like uh you know you're not shit. <laughs> yeah. And like, she finally just... like found something in her. It was like, okay, this, like she, I think she did like a top rope Bailey to belly. And it was like, everyone went nuts for it at the time. She did the poison, uh, poison Rana. It was the, uh, <clears throat> the poison Rana off the top. And then she, she tightened up her fucking, um, headband or, or not her headband, but her scrunchie. And she hit the Bailey to belly. The roof popped off that place. Everyone it exploded. 
um and she got the pin and yeah um yeah because it was like you're too nice you're soft and then she's like nah let me show you and yeah that was like something i that was the last time i can remember that i was like all right this is the bait and then like ever since then she sucked and it's they i don't know they they flip-flopped and then they made her heal now that she doesn't really do anything besides just look disappointed into the camera yeah just look just like go back and like look at her make her entrance it's it's rough dude like she she obviously is not confident in the booking and and what she's doing right now like it's not it's probably one of those things where like she probably has zero input on what's happening <clears throat> in her heel stuff so she's just going out there following the script you know what i mean it's just like yeah the match was i mean they weren't doing anything i mean like you only have nine minutes so like you really have to like when you only have like nine minutes you have to like and it's possible to have a good match in nine minutes. It is. I see it all the fucking time in Joshi. All the time. Like, title matches, main event title matches at Corkin sometimes only go 15 minutes. So, like, you can have a good match. You just have to cut it in half. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like they never even got out of the first year. I think, I, I, like, and, and that's that's a case of, like, WWE, I feel like, was like, hey, look, you're in the dead spot. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, you're in the dead spot. Yeah. You guys got nine minutes. Just, like, sit on her and then beat her and then, like, that's it. <laughs> and, like, that's a shitty that's a shitty thing. Um, shitty, and, and that's what happens when you have two Royal Rumbles on a card. You know what I mean? Like, someone's yeah, got to take that ball. It just, it just happened to be yeah. a championship, which is crazy because it should have been the match that wasn't a championship, but Reigns and Corbin went 20 minutes. So Yeah, right. <laughs> that's just of how course. Of course. So um, after Bailey ends up beating Lacey Evans, uh, we move on to The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan in a uh, yuppie strap match. <laughs> Number one <laughs> for the Universal Championship. Um, the Fiend ends up beating Daniel Bryan in about 17 minutes there. Um, so I was so confused at first because I was like, why the hell is this a strap match? Um, but then I saw, I was like, Daniel Bryan said, I don't want him to be able to escape. So the beginning of the match, the fiend says, "I'm not gonna get in the strap." <laughs> he just didn't. So like that was the the whole the whole thing with the strap was immediately X day right in the way. Here's the thing. This was a good match. This actually ended up being good. Um, and I th- mostly think uh, it's because of Daniel Bryan, and that's like the case. Yeah, because I genuinely think Daniel Bryan is one of the best wrestlers of our generation um and i honestly would like to see him in ddt or got to move or anywhere else <laughs> <laughs> can you just keep saying that every episode if you I, if you believe it, it enough it can happen exactly it i'm gonna talk happen. into existence there was no red lights for this match either that was good way, that was a good thing by the bu- i don't know i i i might like, like the, the red, red lights you now like red, that i huh? see it but but it, to me Okay, so they 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 come out, no red lights, and the fiend just like walks, and he they do like the championship thing. So like I don't do that with the fiend. Don't have him stand there and the champion, the fiend, Bray Wyatt, thought, like takes, and then yeah, he sticks his yeah. hand out and he's like, "All right, put the strap on me." I'm like, "What? You're the fucking fiend. You're Dude. standing there, just like here, put the strap on me. Let's do this thing." I'm like, "Oh, you you son of a bitch." Yeah, people did not like when I mentioned that uh, when I was streaming. I mentioned that the whole time. Like, why the fuck is the fiend following the rules? <laughs> they're like, <laughs> they're like a commentary. There's such a disconnect. There's such a disconnect. Because Michael Cole's like, this man is pure evil. As he's like, 
breaking holds and like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like and he's following the rule. He's going for going for pins and Tim. Like, you know, he's kicking out at two. Why is he? What the fuck is going on here? He like, kicked out at, He did kick out at two. Like early on too. I'm like, you're supposed to kick out at zero. What are you doing? So so like you're he, ruining everything. You're ruining everything. I was surprised. It's you know I was gone for a month. Um, but I still like kept up with the timeline and all that stuff and. I didn't hear anything about the fiend all month. Like the last two months, I heard nothing about the fiend. Um, I was like, why? I was like, oh, okay. So they're not, they're kind of giving up on this. Um, I definitely don't feel like they're as into the fiend as they were yeah. around Survivor Series. Right. I mean, I definitely mm. feel like it's cooled off. You know, like, what is the end game for this exactly? Like, what? Him what to is, lose to Roman at WrestleMania? Yeah. That, him to lose to Brock. <laughs> he steals that I, fucking mask. He says, you fucking loser. You geek. You bitch. Oh, no. Right he, that needs to happen. He he needs to take the mask and Eddie Guerrero it out and do have like a band play him out to the ring. It'll be fantastic. I'm excited for whenever Vince gives up on this gimmick because like that's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to come face to face with Brock Lesnar and Brock's going to beat the living shit out of him. It's going to be fantastic. I'm excited for that. That's the end game for The Fiend for me is they beat the shit out of him with Brock Lesnar and then he takes the mask and he does whatever the fuck he wants because he's Brock Lesnar, bitch. Like that's, that's, that's the end game of The Fiend for me. I am excited for whenever that happens. So get that going and, I, and I'm, I'm ready to go. It feels like that Bray Wyatt championship run all over again. Remember when he had it for um, a Yeah, I mean, I, I Daniel Bryan, like, go anywhere else challenge. <laughs> Daniel Bryan, do anything else challenge would, would be really neat. It's like when you're a kid and you're playing with your action figures or toys and then you get bored, so you chuck it and you get a new one. That's like Vince McMahon. He's like, ah, oh, The Fiend's pretty cool. Uh, let's move on. I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, we got Roman Reigns, though. I haven't seen this one for a while. Let's yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you back. Um. So we move on from The Fiend to Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. The Fiend uh, retains his Universal Championship with the face on it. Uh, I doubt they'll get rid of that anytime soon because they spent like seven grand on a belt. So Yeah, he'll <laughs> lose it tomorrow. It'll happen. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, he'll lose it when Brock Lesnar decides he wants that belt. So uh, whenever that And then Brock is, will put his face on it. <laughs> that will be fantastic. Um, I'm excited for that myself. Um, so we move on. We have Becky Lynch versus Asuka for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Um, where Becky defeats Asuka, where Kyrie Zane was ringside. She beats her uh, by submission. Um, great. So this match actually got a good amount of time, which it's always, it's, it's weird. Um, you know, I talked to you a little bit about this beforehand, um, mm -hmm. but it's usually only on women's matches. And uh, when they go 15 minutes, people are like, this went way too long, which is weird because... Um, you know, I did not hear that at all during Roman Reigns versus King Corbin, and I feel like you'd cut that match in half. <laughs> you know, um, you could have cut that match in half, and it would have uh, accomplished even more. I think right. if you would have cut yeah, it in yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like only women's matches get that, um, which is weird. You know, especially because we're in like this fet this time fetish where like, you know, any match in NXT that goes it hits a thirty minute mark, it's a five star match. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> So like that, it's weird that that's, and I, I felt the exact opposite. I was like, oh, this is a really good match. Like they're actually, they're working. Um, the finish in this one was super, super hot. Um, even though I wanted Oscar to win, um, Becky hitting her so she couldn't do the mist and then, um, you know, taking her down and hitting her with the submission, uh, was a really, really hot finish. Um, and it worked out good. Uh, it's just like, I wish Oscar would have won just because like I said, I would have rather had Charlito, uh, and Oscar go head to head just because, um, 
there's history and that would have meant Oscar wins at WrestleMania and she would get her win back over Charlotte. And like, I felt like, like I said, he doesn't remember five minutes ago. So what, what are you even talking about? I'm, I'm thinking about Becky. Like I think back to like stone cold, Steve Austin, BMF, badass walk into the ring with that mm-hmm. title. Like when you knew he was the man because he acted like a total badass and walked to the ring and he like, you knew that this was like his ring and he was going to kick ass, stomp a mud hole in you. Like that was what Becky like originally was going for was like, yeah, I'm the man mm-hmm. I'm going to kick ass. And when she had the blood on her face, you're like, Oh, she is so badass. And then it's like, that's just all falling down. She needs to just be like a female stone. She's cool like coming She's just out. Cool off. Got to um, kick ass and take names. The, uh, the, yeah, the, the blood at survivor series is, I don't, I don't know if I want to use the word iconic yet, but I feel like I can. Like, I feel like that's one of the moments that, like, you, you know, when sometimes people start posting stuff, they're like, what are iconic wrestling photos? And, you know, like, people post, like, Bret Hart and Stone Cold and, like, yeah, that's Hogan uh, slamming. You know, I, I feel like that for the modern day women's stuff in WWE is, like, one of the really huge turning points for a lot of people um yeah like that that was incredible um and it's and, almost and, like uh oh, i was that? gonna say it's kind of like the daniel bryan organic like got himself over kind of thing and she did that herself was yeah like yeah that was really is- dope i mean like i i personally really enjoyed this match and i thought it was like i said like i have small gripes about becky um you know not exactly being the man in the ring and i think and i was just saying that maybe that's maybe why people kind of fell off on her a little bit is like um it just doesn't like she's the man till the bell rings <laughs> and then people kind of kind of like fall out of the gimmick because like she's not following the gimmick anymore so like people it feels like a disconnect maybe mm-hmm. so people kind of like fall out of becky a little bit um i feel like the match was still really good and i thought it was tight and i thought it was solid and like they they did everything they could have done with that time and they did a really good job um, I don't think it was a match of the year um, by any means, but it was a very solid match in a very uh, precarious spot on a pay-per-view. Um, you know, right after Universal Championship, right before the Royal Rumble, people just want to get to the Royal Rumble. Um, it's in a very precarious spot, but I feel like they did the best they could with everything, and I feel like it turned out to be pretty damn good. Yeah, I like the green mist thing, uh, the finish and all that. That was really cool. Yes, I just think it yeah. was like, after the women's rumble, the crowd kind of died and they were just like, uh, when's the men's rumble going to happen? And the it crowd, sucks like, because they like, were not into this at all. It's, it's these shows are like goddamn marathons. It's like, you have to pace yourself. Like who the fuck went, imagine you went to a concert. It's like, all right, all right, just fucking let's, I don't know. Let's go just take a shit for the next three songs so we can come back and catch the next six hour set. It's like, man, <laughs> six hours. yeah, fuck. Like I just go, I just want to go to the show and have a good time. Um, Johnny brought up a good point on Twitter. He's like, should every one of these matches just be a battle royale? Because <laughs> that's all people want to see when they go to Royal Rumble. It, they just want to see a battle royale. You know, they just want to see the Royal Rumble. Um, so should it be like TNA Lockdown where like every match is a battle royale? <laughs> and I'm like, that's not like an awful idea. I'm like, that could work. I mean, I, it would be, it would definitely be different. And I, 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 it would take a lot of change for them to do that. But I mean, it's not a horrible idea. I don't look forward to any of the matches other than the Royal Rumbles. I mean, if I enjoy the matches, I enjoy the matches, but I just want to see over the top rope elimination matches. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. Uh, so we move on from Becky and Asuka uh, for the Raw Women's Championship where Becky retains. So more than likely it will be at Charlito and Becky at 
WrestleMania, which Woo! it should have been an Oscar and Charlotte, but whatever. Uh, we had the Men's Royal Rumble match over an hour. Drew McIntyre is your winner by last eliminating Roman freaking Reigns. GG, GG. This is almost like we had two Rumbles. It was like the Brock Rumble and then everything after Brock. <laughs> That's pretty true. I mean, because like, what it was like Brock went last to like the 15th person. And there was like one through 15, like the Rumble was like 50, it was like two 15 person Rumbles. It was Brock versus the first 14 people. And then the last 15 people had a Royal Rumble in their own way. Um, it's how they ended up splitting this up. I thought that this was fantastic. So the first half of the Rumble was really, really good. With Brock, it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, when Ziggler and them came in, it was really, really bad. Um, so like Mid, when Brock left and they were left with like, what they left with? Ricochet, Drew, Miz, Styles, Ziggler, Anderson. This yeah. all sucked. It was just every no one gave a shit. Um, they've killed the OC. They've killed them dead. They they and they're there for like four or five more years. They're not. They're yeah. never. They're never going to be Yikes. anything more than what they are, which is the Good Brothers, man. Yeah. Um, that's rough. I mean, like there was literally no reaction whatsoever. Like he hit the fucking spine buster, the beautiful, the fucking Carl Anderson beautiful spine buster. And you know, like no one gave a shit. Like no one gives a shit about any of these guys. Like, Do you remember Carl out. Anderson? Yeah, yeah, he had a fun that character. That was so like, badass, man. Um, AJ is just streaming now. He doesn't give a fuck about any of this shit. Like <laughs> he's they, on mixer. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Like the OC is done. Um, Brock, Brock was look, man. Brock's maybe the greatest wrestler of all time. The 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 stuff with Elias at the beginning where he just ran out there, grabbed him, threw him in the ring, and then eliminated him was some top tier stuff. Um. That ruled. Eric Rowan getting eliminated early. Um, and, you know, they, they try to do like this little thing with Morrison, Kingston, Mysterio, and Big E. And they're like, oh, we'll jump them. And they just eliminate everybody. Um, yeah, that was fantastic. That ruled. So Big E, they set up for a spot. One of my favorite spots in this whole thing. A lot of people didn't even see this. Um, but Big E was like down to get like Ray and Kofi to jump off his back in the corner. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Brock just fucking throws Mysterio out of the ring, jumps off Biggie's back, and Lariat's Kofi Kingston. I was like, yeah. this is incredible. <laughs> Brock is so going good. ape shit. This is nuts. See, what I loved about this is it was like me playing a Rumble, entering number one on like W2K video game. I'm like, and just right, going nuts. Let's run the train and throw everyone out next. Yeah, I loved it. That was perfect. Um, they had Shelton Benjamin come in. They even referenced like the old, uh, I think they had teamed like OVW for a little bit. Um and stuff like that. And they they had that and Shelton was like, Hey, what's up, Paul? And he was like hugging him and he came in and Brock just beefcaked him. He said, Sorry, man. Uh then Shinsuke come in, dominated. MVP came in, he came back. Uh MVP in the Wakanda. For five seconds. Yeah, he came back in the Wakanda outfit and uh Brock Lesnar put it into that real quick. Uh maybe well, you not remember when uh, MVP invested in TNA? Did he? He was like the private investor on TNA Impact Wrestling. Do you remember that? No, I remember Beatdown Clan. No, he came in. That was before the Beatdown Clan. He came in as like the secret investor in Dixie Carter. Oh, okay. Is that how he came in? Yeah, he was like in a suit and everything. He invested in TNA. Yeah, I just remember the Beatdown Clan with Loki and shit and Kenny King. And Keith Lee came out and Brock was like, ooh, ooh, big boy. (laughs) Big boy. Um. Paul Heyman, he looks at Paul Heyman, he goes, 
Who's this motherfucker? <laughs> Just this big Did ass. Did you forget dude. when uh, Brock was dancing to MVP's theme? MVP's theme song. Did we mention that? Oh yeah, he was dancing to MVP's. He theme was just song. in there like dancing to it. it was yeah, he was fucking. But yeah, he did say, "Who is this big motherfucker?" Yeah, that was awesome. That uh, that really put Lee over huge. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, so, anyways, uh, he eliminates <laughs> he eliminates everybody because he's fucking Brock Lesnar, baby. Um, Braun Strowman was in there too. He gets rid of him. Uh, Ricochet comes in. They had something on Raw with Ricochet. He kicked him in the nuts or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, Brock kicked him in the nuts, uh, which is why Ricochet kicked Brock in the nuts, which led to Drew McIntyre eliminating Brock Lesnar to maybe the most, probably the biggest pop of the evening by far. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe, no, it was definitely it was definitely the Brock. I was going to say, maybe when he eliminated Roman Reigns, but no, it was definitely when he eliminated Brock. Like, that was... When Drew eliminated Brock, that was like, okay, like, yeah. that was it. Or like, when Edge came out, too. Yeah, that was a big maybe. pop. Um, maybe it was just because they did the drawback on Drew. Like, when Drew eliminated Brock, they did, like, the camera drawback, and, like, the crowd was just on their feet standing up. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's what made that moment feel 30 times as big, was that uh, Drew McIntyre was, or, like, the camera shot made Drew McIntyre seem like an ant in, like, a huge arena, people freaking the fuck out. Like, that was mm. super dope. Well, also because Brock Lesnar had his crazy run for a minute, and Drew McIntyre is freaking awesome. So yeah. Um. So after that, after Brock's eliminated, we had a uh, less than dope <laughs> little bit of time. We had the Miz come out, AJ come out, Ziggler come out, Anderson come out. Um. You know, we just hung out. They didn't do anything forever. Uh. And then all of a sudden, uh, you think you know me? No, 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 no. It's fucking Edge. And dude, I had the most like. I don't know, immediate reaction to this, I think. Like, I freaked the fuck out <laughs> when this happened. Um, it was like, I heard, you think you know me? And, like, my body reacted before my mind had a chance to react. It was like a really weird moment. Like, I was freaking out before I knew I was freaking out, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was, uh, it was really weird. It was like I was, I was waiting for it. And, like, I, when I heard it, it was like, I can't believe this is happening. Um, he came out and uh, he he looked at the crowd. Edge looked at the crowd and uh, he was about to start crying. And like, I was like, I had to, I like closed my eyes. I was like, please do not fucking cry because I will cry. I was like, don't, don't do it. <laughs> and then they panned away from him for a minute. I was like, ah. Oh. That is the reset I needed to not cry. Because <laughs> I was about to start crying. I was like, no, dude, don't do this to me right now. It's It, it was wild. And to see his pyro again, I was like, yes, he has his fucking pyro. Which oh, is the when most he had the pyro, dude, yes. Well, man, I lost the, my Yeah, he probably won the most badass pyro and all. Like, if you were going to plan that out, I'd be like, do, 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 do. Like, that's so cool. And I didn't like, think he was going to get the pyro. And then he then he bent his knees. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to do the pyro. This is crazy. This, this whole moment moment it doesn't make any sense i can't believe this is happening um it scared me for most of the rumble because he was holding his neck on the spots i'm like oh no i don't i think he was nervous i think he was just super nervous um but once he got into everything edge was incredible dude it's like he it, he just didn't even lose a step fucking what's funny is i i forgot about rated rko like i was yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah they were a team and then him and orton started doing shit and i was like this is pretty cool i forgot about rated rko yeah, this is really dope. The um the 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 Kevin Dunn missed the spear though. That was rough. Like he came in the ring and immediately cut to some fucking dude in the crowd. And I was like, 
<sighs> if we could like never ever cut to the crowd ever in the history of wrestling ever again, we would probably be better off. Like just don't just don't even just never look at the crowd ever again. Like all you can hear is Michael Cole spear, and like I'm just looking at some white dude in the crowd. I'm like, oh, you've killed me. You you've killed me. Thankfully, he did like 40 spears in the match. That's like all he did. Um, I thought he was gonna do like a, a execution or something. He was like, I'm a spear, buddy. He did a really sweet spear out of the corner. He like jumped up in the air and then speared him. That was really fucking dope. Like mm -hmm. he jumped up over the dude and the speared, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, King Corbin came out. Uh, you know, whatever with that. Um. I was surprised he was in, even in the rumble, to be honest. Um, Matt Riddle came out. He literally did nothing. Matt Riddle basically didn't exist at all in this. I was surprised he even was he in. He flipped the, off his sandals. He got those in. He Whoop. flipped the sandals, and, and King Corbin said, get your stupid ass out of here. So then uh, Big Luke Gallows came in to literally no crowd fare whatsoever because they have killed any semblance of the OC ever being over. Um, Randy Orton came out. Yeah, they did the rated RKO thing, which was really cool. Um, remember, right? <laughs> So I did a Royal Rumble pool for for my Discord, and yeah. uh, I got number twenty six. It was Roman Reigns. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna win my own Discord pool. Like they're <laughs> they're, they're not gonna be happy about that whatsoever. Um, but thankfully, I, I was like, oh, I was kind of relieved. I was like, oh, good. So I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, I definitely didn't do that. Um, Kevin Owens comes in. Uh, then Alistair, Samoa Joe, and Seth Rollins was number thirty. Um, they had Aikum and Razor out there too, and they did a couple of spots with Seth, but that wasn't really a big point in this match whatsoever. Um, Kevin did a bunch of stunners. Um, Alistair Black had a couple of cool moments with the Black Mass and stuff like that, but Kevin, Alistair, and Samojo didn't really do anything. Seth got a couple of eliminations. Um, I think he eliminated. I think he eliminated Owens, Black, and Joe. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think that yeah, because well, he had like Buddy Murphy and Aikum and Razor were all out there, and then even after he eliminated. All, all them they all like brawled to the back so like Akam, Razor, and Buddy weren't there anymore so it was just Seth by himself and then that was like oh shit everyone <laughs> moves to him oh no um, Eric Rowan only lasted in the rumble for 8 seconds that's yeah wrong. and then he grabbed his little rat cage and was like I'm what is that what are, what are they even alluding to that being uh, apparently he's getting bit by it so whatever it is who knows wait what what okay I don't watch. So like, what the fuck is going on? I, I saw so a he, clip. So of, he brings uh, his cage out and he looks in it and then that's it. And then like somebody looked in it one week and then they freaked out and then that's it. We, we have no idea what's in the cage. Well, that's nice. I don't I understand. It's like, a, it's like a really nice kitty cat or something. Well, I saw, I saw like what, Shorty G. He, or he like looked at it and he like spit on him or something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what it is. Okay. It, it it, they'll probably just never like they'll probably just end and they'll never you'll never know what it is like one week he'll just never have it again and they'll never explain it great okay that's neat all right uh, i don't know where they're going with it but yeah all right that's something uh anyways i guess uh I, you know they had eric rowan over for a minute with daniel bryan and they said uh i guess we'll do this cage thing or whatever <laughs> i don't i don't i don't really i have no fucking clue i have no clue what it could eat like what could it possibly be that would make him over <laughs> you know what I mean? like what what he reveals that he has a i don't know what's he got like a fucking gun in there or something they're like, oh, i'll kill everybody like, what, are, what are you doing if it could be literally any animal ever like and it still wouldn't it's still not making <laughs> it him over it's still not gonna get him over it. I said it's got to be like a really nice kitty cat or something. Yeah, this doesn't make any fucking sense. All right, so anyways, um, Drew McIntyre goes on to uh, win the Royal Rumble when he eliminates Roman Reigns. Uh, they have 
really found out the formula to getting someone over if they want them to in the Royal Rumble. Eliminate mm. Roman Reigns. Because that's all you gotta do. Eliminate Roman Reigns and you get the biggest pile of the night. Um, Drew McIntyre is a guy that has um, kind of done nothing since coming back to WWE. And mm. then, because uh, WWE, like, they like to do that, right? So they like to um, kind of tear you down <laughs> and then they give you that opportunity and uh and then you'll you'll have it you know he probably i i i can't imagine it's weird i can't imagine him winning at wrestlemania um you know but we'll see i guess yeah i think he's good i think he's 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 gorgeous i mean he's just a super handsome dude he's built like a brick shit house he he can yeah. put on really good matches the thing is is like i feel like he hasn't been super like when he was not in WWE like even in his TNA stuff, he was a, he was a hard hitting dude. Like he would just beat the shit out of guys. Yeah. Um, he doesn't do that. Um, he doesn't do that in WWE. He just hits his Claymore kick and calls it a day. His matches are definitely a lot different than they were before he came back. I, I hope that he goes back to that style where like a lot of his work was uh, chops and forearms and, you know, big suplexes. I think, and I think Brock will bring that, like he's going to have to put that style, go against Brock. You know, he's going to have to have that like hard hitting style. Otherwise, it'll just look like he doesn't even stand a chance. So hopefully yeah, he brings yeah. that out. And I mean, it was it was cool because like after he eliminated Brock, like Brock was standing there and he's like, oh, you just made the biggest mistake of your life. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I, 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 it depends on if Brock, does Brock respect this guy? Do we know if Brock respects this guy or not? That's gonna be uh, that's the biggest thing is if he, he's not he's not gonna fucking debunk for this dude if he doesn't respect him so like you know what I mean like <laughs> that's the biggest thing is like we get there it's gonna be like a like the 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 Dean Ambrose match where like it's dog shit like oh uh, yeah yeah you know what I mean uh, I'm hoping Drew will say like Brock that. is better than me or whatever and it'll be like, <laughs> yeah he'll point to him and be like yeah yeah you go oh man that's uh something I I, I thought yeah. it was cool that McIntyre won though because like um it was just like someone different you know it was like oh fucking Drew McIntyre won like what the fuck. Well, wow, that's pretty cool. I thought for a minute, I'm like, they're really gonna have Roman win again. Like, they're, they're this is what they're gonna do. They have Charlotte, and then they have Roman. It's Charlotte really gonna cool. happen. Yeah, it's really gonna happen. And then they pulled the trigger on Drew. I was like, yes, it'll be cool. Well, it's, because they they had weird. like Drew and was it Drew and Seth or were were they on the apron together? I believe or no, not Seth. Drew and who was it? Drew and, Drew and Orton. And, oh yeah, Drew and Edge were on the apron, and Roman was right there. I'm like, Roman's just gonna. Dump them both, and then Roman's. Gonna oh no, 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 no! It was Roman yeah, it was and Edge. Edge. It was Roman and Edge on the apron, and Drew McIntyre. I thought what they were going to do was I thought they were going to have Drew McIntyre hit the double Claymore, and then like he wins the Rumble like that. He eliminates Edge and Roman Reigns at the same time. Um, but I think they wanted to go with a. I think they wanted to get heat on Reigns, so Drew McIntyre's uh, win would be get a bigger pop. So yeah. he had uh, Reigns eliminate Edge, and he came back in the ring, and he like. It looked like he was going to eliminate Drew McIntyre. You know, he hit the Superman punch, and like that's like the automatic boo. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, much like that. yeah, that immediately gets booed. Uh, so that ended up making the pot bigger for that. So I mean, like it was a, um, it was a really good start with Brock, which was different. And that's the biggest thing with Brock Lesnar. I think is like he's different. Every match with Brock is not whatever the fuck you think is going to be. You know, that's yeah. what that's what makes it so interesting. It makes him so fun. Oh yeah, did you did you hear during this when Michael Cole went on? Was it Michael or Corey Graves? One or the other? Maybe it was both of them together. They were just going on about. Oh, I hear all this stuff online about Brock Lesnar and he yes! doesn't work title match. He doesn't show up, and I was like, what the? He that was, was like, like Lesnar. That was a Vince thing. Yeah, that was the Vince. Yeah, thing. you were talking about the Vince thing where Vince like yeah pipes it in. That was definitely it right there. 
He said, Michael, bury the online guys. Okay. He's like, you guys always fucking talk about him not showing up. He doesn't, uh, doesn't wrestle on Raw. He doesn't defend his championship. Like, holy shit, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I, first <laughs> off, I hope you're not talking to me because I'm the only fucking, I'm the only person in this whole live stream that's like, Brock's pretty good. <laughs> Everybody else is like, I, this guy. I love Brock Lesnar, man. Those, those sprint, sprint wrestling, as Johnny calls them, that's Brock Lesnar. For it me. rules. The Kane match, awesome. Rey Mysterio Survivor Series, awesome. Brock has had a great reign recently. I mean, it's just been like a really fun, like really fun. This is probably the best Brock run that he has done, period. Um, mm-hmm. He's just had a very good, I mean, the Royal Rumble. Like This is probably the best title run that Lesnar's probably ever had, period. Uh, where he's just had a string of just really good, inspired fucking matches. The one with Kane was great. The, the Rey Mysterio one with the pipe and shit and his son. It's just like, man, this rules. And the Royal Rumble here where he was just, he was like the final boss. It was like he was the final boss and he was the fucking number one dude. It's just like, this is awesome. I love this. Can we um, talk about how shit Morrison return has been? Jeez. I like, don't even he was in there for, care. Yeah, like Morrison was there for like a second and he was like, dumped out right away he didn't even do any cool spots and oh he didn't do a cool spot it was like 40 something like like he's slow as like he's just slowed down it's just like whatever i I, it's the same shit like people try to like when i was i said the same thing about morrison i said about mike bennett i said why 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 (laughs) you know like (laughs) what are we getting excited about like i like have you guys like seen this like i'm glad i think it was more so morrison was like a nostalgia thing for a lot of people um you know not for me because morrison was more so around when I quit watching WWE, but for a lot of oh, yeah. people, maybe like five years yeah, younger he, than me. It's like, just, it's just the problem is, is that like, uh, they, they did the WWE backstage announcement. John Morrison is signed a multi-year yeah. And it's just the worst way to bring him in. And then he's in the rumble for like a second, doesn't do anything cool. And it's like, well, that's like all we wanted to see Morrison do is do a cool rumble spot. And he did yeah, do the starship pain, dude. Hey, do the starship pain. Yeah. Nah, it's literally all we want, and then <laughs> toss Kofi's your bitch ass like, out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> you see that interview with Kofi where they're like, "What tricks are you going to do in the rumble?" And he's like, "A trick." Oh yeah, I'm out here to get that winner's purse. I'm trying to win the rumble. He actually a um, trick. I think people, yeah, I think people forget that he says this every year. Um, so like the last couple of years, Kofi has said that where like they talk to him before the thing, like, "So Kofi, you going to do something like silly did?" And he's like, "No, I'm going to." Try to win the match. <laughs> like yeah. I don't go in here thinking about something silly to do. I'm just trying to win the match. Um, but he's cut that last couple of years. Um, but like, like WB always resets him before the Royal Rumble, so people forget that like Kofi takes the Rumble pretty seriously. So yeah, um, which yeah, for the last couple of years he's taken it pretty seriously. Um, yeah, that maybe didn't work very well for him. Maybe you should think about doing a silly spot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. it usually works better for you when you do the silly spot like wasn't it two years in a row maybe three that he didn't do a silly spot i think that's what it was yeah yeah do a silly spot that's what we want yeah just do the silly spot you'll last longer Fuck. Exactly. Uh, go under the ropes and just hide like ah you'll never run me just, down here just do it naomi and sit there for an hour <laughs> yeah whatever like do whatever you gotta do you know? <laughs> i don't At know the like, camera will keep panning to you it'll be fine yeah while you're doing nothing you're just sitting there like hmm, all right get away from my spot it's rough um, overall, I, I enjoyed the show. Um, like I said, didn't watch the kickoff or anything, but like eh, there was fun all the way down the card. Um, the only dead stuff really was Bailey and Lacey Evans and like the rest of it. I kind of enjoyed. So like, uh, AEW was on a boat this week. Woo. It was, it was weird. It I'm was, boat, uh, bitch. it was weird. So it was taped. Um, 
and they did they said they announced they're going to do live next year which is going to be weird um i kind of want to do this i kind of want to go on the jericho cruise um just i think be, that would be cool yeah i think it would be pretty interesting to go on a cruise um just i've never been on one and just because the this whole the whole fucking idea of it is just weird as hell I, i'm down with weird shit um so of course we're on a boat so there's like wind <laughs> they're, they're not docked they're they're literally at sail um you know in the sea passing other cruise ships and stuff as they tape this episode of aew dynamite on a boat uh the big match tonight is uh the ta- well you have pack uh and mox and you have scu versus hangman and kenny omega scu ends up losing to uh hangman and kenny and this is the best case scenario to be honest because seu's just been hanging out recently yeah um and i'm glad that they finally like they've gotten over this like aw has gotten over this fear of pushing the elite guys um and i think that the storyline they have right now is really good i like that um i like that hangman doesn't feel like he's part of the elite like i i like that like hangman won the tag belts before the young bucks did and he's like and he rubs it into them too yeah because he because he feels like he's being shafted like he's not he's not being a part like it it pisses him off that even though he accomplished shit before they did um no one gives a no one cares what hangman thinks it like you know like uh or that tony shivani was interviewing him and like wouldn't even give hangman like the time of day um mm-hmm. it's like well he was well, like well i'm the tag team champion not the fucking young bucks you know and like i'm the one that got the, the 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 count and you know what i mean so like that that's a good i like that a lot i think that's a really interesting story for them um and it, and it i think omega and hangman as tag team champions is going to be a lot of fun because they work they they actually flow pretty well they work out pretty good together surprisingly yeah and i liked how uh Hangman was like, what was I gonna say? I freaking now I just brain farted here. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I liked how Hangman like crowd surfed with the beer at the end of the thing. Too, oh yeah, 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 like, that was cool. Yeah, it felt really um, organic. Like it was, it was. It was really like dope. a. It's like a. You watch this and it's different than like anything that you really like. It's just like these fans enjoy these shows and they're just like out there to have, especially on this Rock and Rager. You could tell it during the Chris Jericho entrance when they were singing his theme song. Oh my God, but, they did. But like, you could just tell that like people here enjoy wrestling and they just want to be a part of the show. And they're like, we're going to have a good time. And like, yeah, it's nice. Enjoy these people. And I thought that was really cool. Uh, it was really like, I didn't actually think they were going to win the titles here. Cause I was like, Oh, maybe they're going to like do a turn or something or whatever. And they, they never did. And it's surprising that I feel like hangman is more over than Kenny Omega is right now, which is, yeah, well, they, to think they fumbled Omega really badly at the start of AEW. I don't know what they were doing. Like people well, just... remember we were talking about like the early episodes were like, Oh yeah, they're, the the story is that Kenny Omega's like losing his mind and stuff, and he, they then they just that. like they just dropped it for this, which I which guess is, is fine. probably the better. I mean, like that's the thing we talked about too is like they're they're not afraid to just drop shit and move on, mm-hmm. um, which is probably the deal here. No one wa- no one wanted that, you know. What I mean, people just wanted Kenny Omega to be Kenny Omega and like just go out there and have banger matches. That's all we want. I mean, it, and and that's part of the problem with Omega, I think, um, compared to New Japan omega is that he had so much story in new japan 
Um, mm. There was so much, there were so many layers to his like ascension to where he eventually got. Um, but they took, when they, when they finished telling the story, when they, when he got to the top, uh, the rain wasn't very good because the story had been told. Um, and that was like one of the biggest things in AEW is that there, there's nothing to be told. <laughs> Kenny's just, he's just, I have good matches guy. And like that, yeah. the reason he had good matches is because there was layers to this ascension of Kenny Omega to the top of the fucking new Japan, you know, roster. Um, and like, that's not here. So, uh, it's nice that they're finally getting somewhere with these guys. Cause they were just, they had cold feet the whole time. And like the match was really fun with SCU. Um, and, and everyone was happy. I was happy that they, they changed the titles and hopefully that means something. Um, hopefully that means something going forward. I I'm excited to see where they go with that one. Well, the big, like you were saying, I think they were like, at least Omega, you could tell like in like interviews and articles and stuff, he was saying like how he didn't want to take up time away from other people on the program. So he like, didn't book himself as, you know what I mean? So he was like scared to like, are like run with himself. You know what I mean? Like give the ball to himself. It's like, no, you're like one of the best in the company. It's okay. If you guys are yes. champions, cause you are like some of the best and this planet. So yeah, don't be scared. He's like, well, I'm going to take up time from the women or take up time from this. And it's like, we want to see you cause you're one of the greatest. So just don't be yeah. scared and just do it. So plus hopefully they finally, they've caught over it and they're like, okay, this is, this is going to work. Well, plus when they build, when you build those guys up, it's like, once you tell your stories, then you can, you know, you've already built yourself up. Like having a win over you is a big deal. So like, mm. you know, I mean, like, I don't know. They just fumbled early. So it's okay. I mean, they'll pick it back up. Um, yeah. So we had, <laughs> explain this to me, man. So there's one women's match on this show. It is Dr. Britt Baker against Priscilla Kelly. Mm. Riho is on this fucking boat, Tony. Yes. The women's champion is on this fucking boat, and she is not on this card. And they She's decided on dark. To, is she on dark? Yes, she had. I think she had okay. a match, uh, intergender match. It was a mixed tag. Um, yeah. but I was just confused, dude. Why are they telling the story that Riho's not here? She's on the boat. Just book her in a match. People want to see Riho. They they're they like Riho a lot. You know what I mean? Just book her on the show. So instead of Riho being on the fucking show, we have Dr. Britt Baker versus Priscilla Kelly. Dr. Britt Baker fucking can't even bump off an arm drag. It's just like this is rough. They're just trying to tell her like Britt Baker is trying to say, like, I'm the workhorse of this women's division. I'm carrying it on my back and Riho's doing nothing then that's what the story they're going like i know what you want it's but that's not like, great this is what they're trying to tell and then she cuts like this heel promo where she's like i'm a dentist and fuck you tony giovanni for being a starbucks barista or, or shitty starbucks barista yeah, you are a shitty barista what the fuck? <laughs> Literally, he said, what the fuck? Tony Schiavone. So, I feel like that whole thing was a shoot. Like, Tony Schiavone went down to the ring and Britt Baker's supposed to be like, I really enjoyed the match. Priscilla Kelly was a really good opponent. And then she's like, Tony, you look like a shitty barista. What the fuck is going on here? And JR's like, all right, we got to move on from the segment. Britt Baker's still cutting the promo, by the way. You really do suck at barista <laughs> Like, oh, <yeah. laughs> Yo, chill. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. She said, "Yeah, she was like, I'm smart and educated, and I'm a dentist." <laughs> yes, you are. I think like here's the thing with Britt Baker, man. Um, the less <laughs> the less that she's working, and the more she's talking, I'm down with it because I actually love the dentist thing. I think that if she if she acknowledges if that she she's says a dentist it every week, yeah, yeah, then it's fine because it's funny as hell. Like, hey, I'm a dentist, you know, like. I, I did. I won this match because I'm a dentist. Like it works. I think it. You know, it's a way to get people to hate her, and like it's perfect. Um, it's just you know when you follow that match, which just wasn't great. I think Priscilla Kelly is pretty damn good. It's just I don't know. There's something about Baker that just I don't know. She they they really. It's like uh, maybe don't put her. On I'm not TV gonna. So much. It's like the like how WWE loves Charlotte. It's like the same kind of thing. Like obviously Bert Baker's not in Charlotte's level by any means. That's not what no, I'm saying. No. But it's like. There's all they're always doing something with Brit. Like it's like I feel like they're always gonna try and fill her in in a spot. Like Britt Baker, like this is kind of our person that we like. It's originally I felt like she was gonna be the first women's champion, and they shifted that real fast. Thank God. But I think they, <laughs> they do really like her, so they're like we're always gonna find something for her to do. So, and I think that yeah. story right now is that she's kind of grumpy, where like she feels like she's carrying this women's division on her back, and then Riho's off doing other stuff, and it's like. Just book Rio. Just book Rio. Damn it! Like, just have her fucking have her on TV winning matches against people. What's the problem here, man? What is the problem with y'all? What are y'all booking? Who is booking this? Because like this is this is ridiculous. Like you would net like the men's division would never get treated like this. This is what I'm saying. Like the men's division would never get this treatment. Like you you're fucking kidding me, right? Like the champions not even on the TV product, and she's there. She's there. Jericho's on TV every fucking week. It's just like, come on, man. Y'all, y'all aren't even fucking trying. Um, so after the uh, Britt Baker thing with Tony Giovanni, what the fuck? <laughs> That's my favorite thing of the week, probably. Um, what the fuck? Well, next to Otis and Mandy Rose now. Um, so we have the Inner Circle versus Jurassic Express. Um, and uh, I think Jake Hagar was there. I don't think he was in the match, though. Um, he still hasn't wrestled. I don't think. I'd like if he never actually ever has a match. Just hangs out. He's just there, and he doesn't say a word. Um, so Jericho ends up uh, getting the win, I believe. Um, I think it pinned Marco Stunt. I believe he like. I don't know. He was he was killing Marco for a while. Yeah, he definitely beat Marco. <laughs> I think no. Marco went for a four fifty. Remember, and he missed, and then Jericho rolled him up. Hmm. I thought he, oh, he got or he, he hit him with the 450, but Jericho ended up rolling him up at one point. I don't remember how it actually worked. Yeah. I oh, think, no, he Judas effect yeah, him, like Judas murdered him with a Judas effect. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. He did hit like the 450, but two foot Jericho tall. kicked out. Yeah. He murdered <laughs> yeah of course him he fucking kicked effect. out. Like, yo, are you, I was surprised. I was actually surprised he didn't kick out of one of everything he did. Like, 450 slash? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah. I just got 450 slash on a piece of paper. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I was surprised by that. Hager and Luchasaurus ended up brawling at one point, and then it left Marco by himself, I think is what I ended mm. up happening. It was Marco and Jericho. And it was just a weekly TV match. It, it wasn't anything crazy. But it was cool, the entrance with Jericho, and the crowd was singing along. And Yeah, they the were excited even, to see him. I, the I, music even cut at one point, and they just kept singing the words, Judas. It's funny because like Judas is, <laughs> Judas is the perfect wrestling song, man. It is truly an enigma in itself. People just love singing this fucking song. It's <laughs> it's incredible. This would this song is just 
legendary. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Like it's just, it's fun because it's so it's such a wrestling song. It's crazy. Um, we had MJF against uh, Joey Janela. Joey Janela fucking pinning Phoenix clean as a whistle on dark. By the way, um, before this matchup, which is crazy. Um, because Phoenix is a guy that I'm like. I, obviously, they want to push the Lucha Bros as a tag, mm-hmm. but like Phoenix is unbelievable. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Because I obviously, Janela's not beating MJF. Like, there's no way he's beating MJF in the middle of his feud with Cody. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So I was like, damn, he just beat Phoenix straight up. And then, like, MJF just beat him. I was like, oh, so they put Janela over Phoenix just to put MJF over Janela. Huh. Um, so MJF cuts, you know, an MJF promo. Ah, curse words. Ah, ah fuck y'all, everybody. Ah, ah. curse words. <laughs> <laughs> curse words. Ah, y'all suck. Ah, you don't this. like it. I could tell you don't like MJF. Um, I definitely don't love MJF. Um, you but... just don't think his him his persona of like cursing and being. Yeah, I don't know. What, what it's such like, like a backyard gimmick. <laughs> It oh, feels like God. such a backyard gimmick. Like you feel like, like I'm gonna be a heel, and you're like, "Fuck this place!" And fuck yeah, everybody. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm a heel. By the way, oh you have a lisp when you talk. Oh, you're in a wheelchair. It's like, oh, this is just okay. <laughs> like this is what we're doing. All right, that's yeah. fine, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, of course, Cody comes out. I don't, I, I don't think he had all. The, he didn't have the gimmicks this week. I was like, he did it the first time ever. I was so sad. I was like, stop. I was like, Cody. Cody, stop fucking listening to the podcast. Come out with the yeah. Come out with the damn pyro again. Stop listening. They couldn't to our have show. the tunnel. The the rise up. Uh, yeah, that'd be hilarious if he figured out a way to down the boat. He should have came in on a helicopter. Honestly. Oh my gosh, that would have been fantastic. Coming on the helicopter. Hey, what's going on, boys? Oh hell no. Uh, uh, Master Chief's here. <laughs> Wake me when you need me. <laughs> no uh, Cody Pyro. Man, sad day, sad day. So MJF gets thrown into the pool or whatever. Uh I had to because that was like the biggest thing. I was like, do they have a pool? And they did have a pool. So they threw MJF into the pool. Um that was uh that was right before the interview with uh Hangman after their title victory, where uh they had the uh <laughs> promo where he was like uh, hello, I'm the one that won the tag team title. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have the main event next, and that is uh, Pac versus John Moxley. So there was a couple points in this match. I think <laughs> Moxley has—he's like—he's got the gimmick eye, but like, it's legitimately him wrestling with one eye. So like, even if it's just gimmicked, he's legitimately wrestling with one eye. So there's a couple spots that like came across really weird. And like Pac tried to climb to the top rope a couple of different times and like the winds blow and he's like, uh, can I do the black arrow here? Yeah. Um, which was really, really awkward. I don't think this was as good as, um, Pac versus Darby Allen. Um, I think Pac versus Darby Allen was all, I legitimately think that was a perfect match. Um, mm-hmm. that, that was yeah. amazing. Pretty much. Um, yeah, it truly was. Uh, but anyways, of course, John Moxley ends up winning, so we get Jericho versus Moxley at Revolution. Um, I'm not sure. I, I feel like at this point, Moxley can just wear an eye patch at this point. I don't think he needs the bandages anymore. I think he can just wear the eye patch. I thought he was going to come out with an eye patch, but he, he came out with the tape still this week. I was like, oh. So is- it was pretty cool because like at one point, he had like, blood underneath the eye they must have like gimmicked underneath it did you see that where it was there was like blood underneath the eye patch so like that's probably why they had the thing on and then yeah, it at was one weird. point and then one point like 
I feel like the thing slipped down and it was like almost over both of his eyes. I felt like he was blind at one point. Blind Nidia! <laughs> blind Moxley. Oh, and then, uh, and then at one point, like the bandage came off, but he still had like a tape over his eye as well. So, yeah, he had double. He was double gimmicked. But then uh, there were videos of him doing karaoke on the cruise, and he had just an eye patch. So maybe he can just do the eye patch. Yeah, do the eye patch. That's badass. Remember fucking Daniel or uh, Brian Danielson with the eye patch? And that's what they, that's what he's got to do, man. He's got to shave his head, get the eye patch, maybe get a cape. <laughs> like that's the good stuff right there. That's all I want to see a revolution. Then he needs to start headbutting people right with the eyeball. Perfect. That's great. I love it. Um, we're actually going to be going to Revolution. Um, we also are. Be a we will be there. Revolution and C2E2. It'll be great. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, the last AEW show we went to was a shit ton of fun. That Young Bucks, Lucha Bros match where they just killed each other for half an hour. I hope they do have something like that there. I hope Darby Allen like faces somebody just ridiculous. Maybe really? not. Really? Young Bucks versus Omega and Hangman. Ooh. Is that happening? Is that announced? No, no, I'm just saying maybe. Oh, that would they'll be probably, good. They'll probably do a rematch though. SCU maybe. I yeah, know. I don't think. I don't. I don't know if they a, rush that. I don't think they rush. AEW is a different beast though. AEW does a different. They their booking's different. You know, I'm like, oh, they could do this, and then they obviously do not like this tag team title switch. I didn't think would happen on a dynamite. I figured it'd be a revolution, but they just pulled the trigger here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just got the title straight off SCU. I mean, I, I mean, like that. That was the right, definitely right call. Especially going into like this pay per view, I definitely think that was the right call. Yeah, I feel like every every like booking decision, I think, oh yeah, that's something that would happen in. Re- and it's like, oh, they just do the opposite. And they kind of- <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, whatever. It'd be to their own drum, sort of thing. I think. Um, but and overall, Brandy Rhodes show. didn't make it here as well, so that was a uh, much needed for Brandy Rhodes not to be there because her passport was stolen. So <laughs> she's she said my passport was stolen and other stuff. Stop being so con- inconsiderate. Shut up! <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Why am I still getting hate? <laughs> Shut up! Damn it all the There was no man. Dark Order. Was there Dark Order on this? Did we miss Dark Order? I don't think there was any No, Dark there was Order no Dark segment. Order on this show. They're on a boat, dude. No spooky. No spooky. Uh, yeah, because they're on a boat. You can't be spooky on a boat. See, here's the problem, though. Next week is going to be all spooky, and then the show's going to suck because they Luther. do that all the time. They do this all the time. AEW's guilty of this. They're like, all right, we give you a show that you want, like a, a show that's similar to All In. And then, I you know, like the, the Dark Order. like, yeah, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a deadlock I'm gonna make a deadlock YouTube video of me going around town putting Dark Order posters up. Join the Dark Order. Yeah, the thing I'm gonna do that. And, I, and I'm gonna also I'm gonna scribble on the thing. I'm gonna put a deadlock sticker on it too. So go to go to deadlock too. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah that'd yeah, be fucking sweet. Super viral video. It'd be fantastic. I have to. Yeah, I have to figure. Out, I have to do like flyers or something. I I saw that they actually sent an email with flyers to print out. If you did the join darkorder.com and sign up for did the Did you actually join it or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 I'm in the dark order, dude. So, um, <laughs> you're Brandon Cutler. Yeah. I'm, I'm BC. The, the, uh, the, it has like the things at the bottom. So you cut it and then they can tear it off mm-hmm. and join darkorder.com. Um, but I also want to make things that I can just like stand outside of Walmart and hand out. Hey, are you fucking losers? Any losers around here? <laughs> Any geeks? Y'all get joked on a lot? You just join go dark door, door to door. And start asking people, have you heard of the Dark Order? Oh my God, that would be so great because no one would come to their door and then I would get arrested. (laughs) (laughs) You got to wear a mask when you go to the door. Oh, Uh, they should sell those Dark Order masks, dude. That would be really cool. I'm sure they would. That merch would be crazy. Yeah, it would be. It would be. Well, like they sell sell, uh, masks at like the dollar store, you know? I've seen Dollar Tree masks. 
So I guarantee they can have. I'll just get like up with uh, Evil Uno on Twitter. What's up, big dog? You want to send me one of them joints? And then, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll probably respond. And then, like, you know, I'll just go door to door and be like, uh, I am not a sex pervert, I swear. Have you heard of the Dark Order? Yeah, you're going to jail, buddy. Kill yeah, me. get the fuck out of here before I kick your ass. Well, actually, I'm in the South. They'll probably have a gun. So, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe don't. They'll just don't shoot do you, though. Yeah, maybe I don't do this. This is actually a terrible fucking idea. Yeah, I'm in the South. Yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> actually, they'll probably sign right up. You're in the South. Yeah, I'll join the Dark Order. <laughs> fuck yeah. Yeah, I just, I just tell them, like, big, big Donald Trump supporter. Uh, huge, huge conservative. It's a conservative party, actually. Big racism is going on over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sign like, me oh, up. yeah. This sounds good. I've had to wait for this. Oh, that's fantastic. So, next week, they don't have on a boat. They didn't really uh, promote next week's AEW2. There were some matches they announced. I just don't remember what they announced. Um, okay. Because they, they did it like right towards the end of the show, you know? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They do yeah. it all the time. They announced no women's stuff again, Tony. That sounds about right. No women's stuff, man. Rio Riho, won't be there again. She won't be. She, I promise you, she'll be back in America or some stupid shit, man. This is this is incredible. Um, I've ne- I I don't know it. I just need names. I just need names. I I just <laughs> want to know who's booking this because you're an embarrassment. This is this is incredible. I I don't know how you get how this is being fumbled so badly, but. Uh, hopefully they turn that around because uh, it makes me sick to my fucking stomach. So basically. yeah, it's, it's just our weekly rant about the women's division. We didn't have a Jim Ross rant though. I don't think he was. Uh, yeah, nothing to say really. I mean, I don't really, I didn't really, nothing really stuck out here. But probably because it was so windy. <laughs> yeah, and then the friggin' bleeps. Oh yeah, I didn't talk about the bleeps in the crowd when MJF was cutting his promo. So I don't know what they were chanting at MGF, and I don't know if this was on the fight version of the show, but they were bleeping a lot of stuff while MGF was trying to talk. So I don't know what the crowd was saying. Oh, oh, also, Tony, um, there is a Jim Ross thing, and I don't know why I remember this. So I think it was the Young Bucks super kicked MJF, and he okay. goes, Sweet Shit Music! You suck. You did that Sweet on purpose, music? bro. No. He did that on purpose. You had to think that through. You thought you were being funny. You thought you were being a jokester. I know what you're trying to do, Jim. I Not don't agree Super with Kick it. Party? No, he said Sweet Chin Music. Sweet Chin Music, dude. Come on, Jim. You're killing me. You're killing me. Jungle Jack wow. Perry? Okay, Jim. Like, is this <laughs> what we're doing here? Jungle Jack Perry? You're killing me, Jim. Come on, man. Get it together. Yeah, so, so there was they, actually a JR thing. So they're in Cleveland, Ohio next week, and they have uh, the Elite, MJF, and John Moxley and Jericho on the poster. They don't have any women, so there you go. No women! Whee! Again with the fucking no women! No Rio, no Christette! <laughs> <laughs> There's no Christette! They're not going to do anything, man. I no Christette, man. That's rough. Nyla Rose will powerbomb someone through a table again. Is she back? Is she back yeah, next week? Back. I don't know. Do they tell you? Uh, are they going to tell she you? She was, no. I, well, I, she got banned or whatever for. Yeah, that was a day and she's back already. Well, she, yeah, well, she got banned because she was going to work marvelous, I think, in Japan. Um, yeah. But she know. already got back. Um, Can they just do anything with their women stuff? Like, why not Yuka Sakazaki or something? Like, anything. Like, all these people. Oh, well, they already were... fumbled the bag with that. She's the princess of princess champion now. You can't just take the big champ. Anyways, thank you guys for watching this week. Uh, we will be back with 
Oh my god, I don't even know what's gonna happen by next week. Every time I feel like nothing's happening in wrestling, something all of a sudden happens and like a it windfalls and we have like forty things happen. Sergeant Slaughter, fucking lying about the Marines <laughs> and like it's gonna be awful. Well Johnny <laughs> will be back with all of his scoops, so he'll give us more of the inside scoops of the of the yeah. wrestling wrestle talk. And maybe Edge will do something. I heard Brock and uh somebody on it, the bro, Matt Riddle got into it backstage or something. Maybe we'll find Whoa. out more. Of that. Apparently that actually happened. Something. Who knows? We'll yeah. see. Probably tried to kiss him or something. Brock said, hold on now, big fella. <laughs> hold on. Who the <laughs> fuck is this guy? Yeah, who the fuck is that big motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brock thank you guys for... Uh, Brock is awesome, dude. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, remember, leave reviews and, and positive ratings on iTunes. Um, head over to the shop, pick you up a shirt, head over to Twitter, check out the YouTube, all that kind of good stuff. Just interact and it's always super dope. And uh, we'll be back next week with your weekly dose of wrestling bullshit on Deadlock.